This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want here. Just dial in at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, we've got Ian. Matt. And Joa. And, of course, you can bring up whatever's on your mind. That is the point of the show. We do have stuff to talk about tonight. Coming up, Matt, you've got a story about a mysterious object, a cylindrical... Was it 378 miles long? It's 600 kilometers long. It's 372 miles long. Something in the ocean? Yeah, it's uh, like uh, equidistant between uh, Hawaii and California and a little south, more off the coast of Lake Baja, Mexico. So we can talk about that. They don't know what that is? Well, I don't know if anyone knows what that is. It's weird. That's something that uh, we can definitely discuss here tonight. Uh, The phones are open as always as well. But since Joa is here and uh, you and I discussed, I think last week, we came across this Democrat. um, I think it was actually the first day I had heard about it. There was a news media person who called me up, a reporter from the union leader. She's a freelancer. And she's the lady that broke the story about the Robin Hooders way back in the day. And oh, nice. She, yeah. And so she called me up. She says, hey, uh, what are your comments on this protest, this anti-free stater protest happening in Keene on sa- Saturday? I said, there's a protest happening? At first, I've heard of it. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> uh, and turns out the Cheshire Democrats had organized what has what has been thus far the biggest anti-free state protest to happen to date now i'm excluding the uh the stop free keen protest from 2014 where they i believe may have had more people but it's a toss-up this one was definitely better organized uh although the stop the stop free keeners to their credit they had handmade signs so it was a much more grassroots yeah uh, yeah this one they had all like professionally printed signs yeah these are right yeah there's a high-end printer there was money behind it coroplast yeah Yeah, right so they did some i don't know how many signs they had you were grabbing from the pile at one point i grabbed one because (laughs) you were an undercover agent so to speak you decided to show up as one of the democrats and uh joa was just in just peak performance mode this whole time (laughs) did you did you let slip your your identity though? Did they find out that you were? Oh, uh, I blew my own cover. Oh man! Yeah, you know, they were that dumb. In, he fl- he flipped about a half hour in <laughs> yeah. uh, on the Dems after trying to integrate himself into the group. You know, there's got their New Hampshire Democrats are extremely paranoid people. Yes, they are. They are extremely. If you come in and you try to sign up as a Democrat, you go right ahead. But if you're going to attend meetings and things like that, oh, yeah. you are going to get vetted hard. Were you here, a, I don't know, I think it was more than a decade ago now, when there was a couple young guys that were living here at the time. One of them was named Will. Another one, Andrew, I think. They both together decided they were going to go. They were free staters, uh, and they weren't like quiet, right? Like one of them had been arrested for civil disobedience okay. for possession possession of cannabis. I was there for that. That was a long no, time ago. Really? Yeah, wow, that was a long time yeah. ago. So, so anyway, uh, they both together decided to go to the local Cheshire County Democrats meeting, and they were literally stopped at the front door mm-hmm. by some older guy who basically refused them access to this meeting. They made a little bit of a stink about it. And ultimately, the Dems had to renege and allow them into their meetings. But they, it was a big like hubbub 
within the Democrats because it revealed how paranoid they they truly were. Sure. And they're worse today. I think they're getting worse and worse and worse because well, we're winning. They must be. Yeah, the freedom migration, the Free State Projects works, and all the other people who are moving for more freedom to New Hampshire, it's working. Yeah, and so I think they're constantly looking over their shoulder. Oh, now they're par- and, super paranoid. And, any, mm. and the funny part is anytime they open their mouth or do anything, it's like free advertising. For it turns out that it goes the opposite of what they're hoping it it does. I, I feel like uh, the most sensitive thing uh, topic that they had was the secession. Oh no, mm-hmm. the secessionists! It was really funny. Mm-hmm. These so, guys. Yeah, it was really entertaining, especially uh, some of your interactions with them. I took the time to actually go through your full hour and fifty-one you, minute. Okay, thank you. Uh, video. A lot of people <laughs> were like, "Oh, why you have all these things uh, running over the screen?" Like my, you know, the faded logo and stuff. Well, that's just the intro, guys. I yeah. had an eight-minute intro. That's how much content I had. I had to like, you know, separate some of the good stuff for that intro. But you know, if you really uh, want to see more about what was happening, watch the whole hour and fifty minutes. You know. I almost wish I'd gone. Like I, I didn't. You would have had a blast. But I probably. But also, my my idea with that is I didn't want to give them any. Um, I would rather they stand there aiming their gun at nothing mm-hmm. and making everybody think they're crazy than actually give them a target to like lash out at. Plus, it you know it just draw attention and 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 see like Keen. I don't know if I wanted to give them any attention because there might be you know this, it's a Democrat town. They might actually put together a fighting force well here. it is true that having more people in the square certainly does at a glance make a group look larger mm-hmm. right yeah. so they had maybe about 30 according to my count at one point maybe which is impressive the for them it's very good yeah. uh and i think our side quote unquote maybe had upwards of 20 15 20 and somewhere in that range so you know we did almost double the the number of people in that park and unless you were there and unless you talked to everybody, you wouldn't necessarily know because some people like Joe were purposely trying to sort of blend in with the Democrats to either gather <laughs> and avoiding you, Ian. Yeah, it was hilarious. He would go. <laughs> he, he was avoiding all known free staters and he would back up, you know, like, stay away from me. Six feet. You know, and just kind of making a whole, a whole play on it. Uh, and so they... The purpose of this whole event was to attack, quote-unquote, the far right and the Free State Project. So they're trying to liken the Free Staters to the far right, which, of course, is unfair because we we love liberty and we have, yeah, we have like differences right. with people on the right. And we have differences with, uh, with people on the left. And we have uh, similarities with people on the left and people on the right. Uh, but these people don't want to work with Free Staters. These are the ones who will not try to find any common ground. These are the ones that want to push us. Uh, out of New Hampshire if they possibly can. But the interesting thing is it's actually the opposite that's occurring. So there, And I'm going to play some of the audio for you for those that haven't actually taken the time to and listen to And some of this. them are threatening to leave. <laughs> no, some of them are planning to leave. Yeah. Uh, there was a post that the Free State Project made on their Twitter page today that I thought was worth sharing because this doesn't just happen every now and then these days. This is happening more often with leftist, hardcore, statist, progressive types throwing up their hands in frustration and saying things like this. This one is a uh, Leslie Decker, Leslie D, and then a bunch of numbers. If you go to at Free State NH, you can see this. Oh, look, one of the 6,000 libertarian terrorists who've moved to New Hampshire <laughs> to collapse our state is following me. She's referring to the Move to New Hampshire account, uh, which is somebody that we know. She says, hi, scumbag. I'll be moving from my home because of you. Enjoy your capitalist pig pen. Bye. So, yeah, that's oh, what I said to her. Bye-bye. Yeah. 
We should throw a rally for her. <laughs> now and she knows how I feel when her people pushed me out of New York. See, that's right? the thing is there's certain people like our very own Mark Edge who has posited that in the future, once we create a more free place, because he acknowledges that we can probably accomplish making New Hampshire more free, that he believes that it will then attract status who want to come and make it a less free uh, place sort of the idea of the people from boston coming in and and ruining new hampshire that Mm -hmm. that kind of viewpoint and while i understand why someone would believe that the evidence seems to be the opposite the evidence seems to be that some of the worst of the worst status are actually leaving new hampshire and i know mark says well this will be in the future but why would someone who really loves the government, submit themselves to that level of what to them is punishment to be around people that actually believe in freedom and liberty and free markets and sound money, to be around people like that mm. constantly, to have those people have, having taken over the entire government, which we have not done here. Uh, but according to the speakers at this event, the uh, up to one third of the state house votes with the free staters. Well, most of the time. Let, me, let me flip the script. Like, you know, I, I'm from Rhode Island and mm. I know a lot of people there that are just holding on to that liberty. Oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to maybe make some change. Doubt it. No, because they no. vote 85 percent Democrat. Time to leave. Come to New Hampshire. Yeah, it's the only thing that makes sense, and we're going to continue here. Of course, your calls and thoughts are welcome. The number is 603-283-6160. Whether it be potential alien spaceships under the the ocean. Weird Or the freaky people in the Democratic Party. We'll get to that. Uh, We'll get some of the clips from what they had to say, because it's almost all unintentional endorsements of the Free Staters. This is Free Talk Live. You're invited. If you want to join us, you can bring up whatever is on your mind at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's Ian, Matt, and Joa. Don't forget, you can join us online anytime you want. Head over to freetalklive.com, and you can enjoy the various features that we have waiting for you on the site, including archives that go back for many years you just click and download and get as many shows as you want to listen to over at freetalklive.com uh also i do want to make sure that you know about bitcoin.com because bitcoin.com has introductory information and more advanced information as well but for those of you that are still just not yet gotten into cryptocurrency like bitcoin or bitcoin cash you ought to take the time to click get started at the top of the page at bitcoin.com and that is where you can find a lot of interesting uh, introductory information about the world of cryptocurrency it's important stuff to learn prior to actually getting into crypto and i noticed that both of you guys are wearing monero shirts tonight was that a conscious decision um it was just in my rotation yeah okay looks <laughs> yeah. great looks great i <laughs> love the can orange can you tell what mine is xmr the fed yeah so, XMR and the, the fed. fed with monero yeah. basically i love it nice um so learn more what about do you, got? you got a, the dude right I, uh no that's not the dude that's snake pliskin oh yeah okay yeah, yeah but it's, right. a, and it's on a che Guevara style right shirt. <laughs> <laughs> bitcoin.com click get started at the top of the page and start learning about crypto before you actually get into it uh and if you're wanting to get uh, some of the latest news headlines and i do have a little bit of crypto news tonight about what happened with one of the central lending platforms mm. uh with crypto i heard they filed chapter 11 is yeah, that that one yeah it's not looking good for uh for celsius 
Celsius. Celsius. Yeah. See you later. Yep. Uh, <laughs> check out uh, news.bitcoin.com for the latest news headlines. Let's go to the phones here. Somebody who is not a stranger to news. It's uh, Dave Ridley from RidleyReport.com. Go ahead, Ridley. Oops, sorry about that. You were muted. Go ahead now. Oh, uh, I have an update regarding one of the I don't know if you're indoors, uh, but the signal is kind of spotty. I'll tell you that. I'm moving around. uh, Right there. Ah, it's too bad. It was actually really good when when I had him on hold. One more shot, and then we'll put you on hold and then try it back. Maybe you'll you'll clear up. How am I doing here? Okay, better. Go ahead. So, uh, this is where I usually call from. Damn it. All right. Yeah. So, Mike Sylvia is one of the state reps who... uh, co-sponsored uh i think he was a prime sponsor of new hampshire independence legislation mm-hmm. he was this year. yeah this would have been the ballot measure that theoretically would have gone on the ballot it didn't make it through the uh through the legislation or the legislature but uh, eventually if it had gotten the votes it would have gone on the ballot cacr 32 actually the democrats brought it up at from the stage yeah. at, this, uh, at this event we're going to play some audio <laughs> from here in a moment they are mad about secession and uh, would have allowed the people of new hampshire to actually vote to peaceably secede from the united states that's that's what you're talking about mike sylvia was uh, he is a free stater uh, multiple term rep i believe he's on his fifth term in the state house and he was the prime sponsor of that legislation so some, some of us have been trying to do what the Texas people are doing and just trying to reach out to the, the reps that voted in favor of this and mm-hmm. offer to help them in their reelection and so forth yeah uh, and so i sent an email to all 13 reps that voted in favor of it uh and uh, suggest and asked them if they need any help you know anything i that I or others can do for them in re-election. And uh, Mark Warden got back to me and he said, well, you know what I think might help the most actually is that uh, he's another state rep. He said, um, uh, Mike Sylvia has a runner. Uh, he has a primary opponent. And most, most mm. I think most of the independence reps didn't get a primary opponent. Um, as uh, I understand it, they the- did. I could be wrong about that, but there's a, okay. there's a little uh, – there's a brand new political action committee called the New Hampshire Independence PAC that has been formed, and the guy behind that has a, like a spreadsheet he's created that is tracking all of these. There were 13 reps that voted to not table this bill, to try to vote on this bill, and so he's tracking all 13 of them. There's some of them, like Mark Warden, who's not running again, which is sad to hear, but that's what's happening oh, there. Oh, no. And there's like, so there's, I think, four of them that aren't running again, and then there's nine of them that are running again, but I think almost all of them, at least, maybe, unless his research was uh, incomplete, it seemed like almost all of them had primary opponents. At least he's voluntary, like, term limits. You know, well, I don't. Know. I'd rather have somebody like Mark Warden in again because he does great work. He's an A plus rated rep. But go, but go ahead, Ridley. Anyway, uh, Mark suggested uh, helping Mike Sylvia because he has a runoff and a lot of enemies. Yeah. He's been in for a long time, oh, and yeah. I guess he's gotten a lot of flack. Uh, he's gotten as much flack for trying to. He's trying to get rid of some government property and and give it back and just sell it to the market. You know, he's gotten more heat for that. <laughs> I think than he has for independence, uh, or maybe you know almost as much heat as he has uh, over that from independence. So yeah, I saw the website that-, that was attacking him, and I don't remember offhand what it was called, but it's definitely one of those granite state progress kind of websites where it's a it's a local hard left statist group, but they've painted themselves as like the Belknap County something or other because that's the county in which Mike lives, and they're definitely coming after him hard and heavy. 
Yeah, I mean, you'd have to be hard left to support Washington continuing to rule New Hampshire when Washington runs torture chambers. Yeah, or hard right, because there's definitely plenty of right-wingers that support torture as well. Yeah, you have to be an authoritarian. What else, uh, Dave? Oh, that was all I was calling about, but I did have some thoughts on the uh, on the protest. Oh, please. Just... would love to hear that. Eager for more Ridleyisms. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> so I did have some thoughts, you know, and I haven't listened real closely to this demo- this demonstration yet. Uh, but I did read the I read the the uh, Keen Sentinel article about it, which is pretty good. And the um, uh, oh, you got to hear these clips. Got... You, you should definitely uh, stay on for for this. <laughs> yeah, but... It's gold. But go ahead. Well, so uh, uh, the the uh, the thing is that when people do these kinds of demonstrations. They're not going to. They're not going to point out our strong points. They will look for the thing that's weakest about us, or the point of hypocrisy, or something like that. And so sometimes they'll be right. For instance, if if they if they have uh, they're complaining that some of the free stater uh, reps, so called, um, voted for um, abortion laws, like laws restricting abortion. Uh, and if 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 those laws cost taxpayers anything, then that's an act of aggression against taxpayers, whether you're pro-abortion or not. Uh, whether you're pro-choice or not. Yeah, you're right about this. There was actually a conversation I had with, uh, I think it was actually a sitting state rep. They had several existing Democrat state reps that were at this event. I had they a couple, mentioned it too. Yeah, I had a couple conversations uh, on camera and off camera with them, and and one of them brought up, you know, hey, you guys, some of your guys in the state house aren't principled libertarians, and he he called them out on some of the things that they should have been supporting as you know libertarians. And I said, I, I agree with you. The, you know, these guys, some of them are playing politics, and they're holding their cards to their chest, That's and, bad. and they're not doing. Uh, the principal levels. They're not promoting like, you know, no one has put in a bill to end the war on drugs yet. No one has put in a bill uh, to abolish property taxes or go all the way, get rid of the liquor commission. Or These are things that we purportedly would want to see happen, but they aren't doing it. And and he called them. He called that out. And I said, you know, uh, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah. And the other thing to, to, that's praiseworthy about what the Democrats have done in this case is that they're they're using the political process. Like they didn't shoot somebody's dog like apparently was done to the detective of the people. Ooh, that happened in Texas. Damn, I hadn't heard about that story. Uh, Ridley, thanks for the call tonight, man. Definitely appreciate hearing from you. You're going to love these clips because some of the things they think are weaknesses are actually huge strengths. Yeah. Or things that they thought they were attacking us on are uh, uh, something we should be heralding from the rooftops, and we'll share some of that coming up with you. The number is 603-283-6160. This is what it sounds like when we're winning. Do you feel like your country no longer holds your values? Have you dreamt of a place where liberty-minded people can come together and leave government overreach behind? There are many people just like you that are discovering FreePrivateCities.com. They start at FreePrivateCities.com and connect via the social media links shown there. All skills will be needed when the first of the Free Private Cities open. It's sooner than you think. Stop arguing and build FreePrivateCities.com. FreePrivateCities.com. It's Free Talk Live, and the phones are open if you want to join us here at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're going to play for you some of the audio of what it sounds like when libertarians are actually winning. Now, this is going to be hard for some people to understand because most places, libertarians don't ever win anything. And even here in New Hampshire, the Libertarian Party 
isn't winning per se. They're they're not going out and winning elections. They're they're not doing that much better than libertarians elsewhere when they are on the ballot. However, Carlin Borshenko, who is the likely person who will be on the ballot as a libertarian in November, she's still trying to get enough petition signatures. Mm-hmm. Matt, you and I have gone out and we've we've gathered some petition signatures yeah. for her, uh, as, as well as Jeremy Kaufman, who's running for U.S. Senate. But Carlin, a uh, lady running for governor, she recently polled at 8%. Yes. Wow. Which, for a libertarian candidate for governor who basically has gotten zero press coverage at this point, is, like, shocking. Uh, the uh, and, and Credit goes to the Democrats, actually, for including her in this poll. Now, we know why they did it. It's and, likely they believe that libertarians are going to funnel more votes from Republicans than Democrats, even though there's not really any reason to believe that. That's just the way that things are portrayed in kind of mainstream media. So they actually... Didn't just do a governor poll for Democrat Republican. They included the Libertarian candidate, and she got eight percent. Yeah, Carton. I think this is proof. I think that that fit the failure of their idea there. I, I think that New Hampshire Democrats are heavily, heavily funded, but they have no options. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like they have very few options. You know, the Free State Project people are just very. We're kind of everywhere in everything. It's a very spontaneous order, as it should be. Yeah, and very ground we, up. Yeah, very ground up and it uh it's for people who are who are, you know, addicted to extreme structure like status are, um especially on the left, it doesn't really it's kind of toxic to them. And and Carlin, uh she's a YouTuber herself, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, fairly yeah. popular. And she exposes them too. She well, exposes, she exposes both the, the right and the left. Oh, sure, yeah. all all sides. And she does a really good job of it. She like she's undercover setting up fake accounts and getting into their, you know, their Zoom meetings and exposing, basically broadcasting them live on her channel. And it's, it's pretty funny stuff. She did that several months ago when she uh, became aware, and, and other free staters became aware of one of these Democrats' seminars that they've been doing. Yes. So in addition to the protests that we went to this weekend, uh, they've also been having these seminars in you know they'll they'll rent the library room or or whatever for meetings and they'll hold this presentation about the free staters where they've done all kinds of research so funny they organize so hard it's fascinating they've i mean got they've got money yeah they've spent a lot of time and a lot of effort collecting information about the free state project and the the move, movers here yeah. and they've done a good job i mean credit to them they have really done a good job, except they go off into paranoid territory, kind of like Alex Jones, right? Like he's always got the documents, yeah. but then he goes off into the conspiracy, you know, goes into really deep into conspiracies. The Democrats have conspiracies, too, and they mention it at this event. Yeah, they, they, they call us a weld-oiled machine. Oh, my God. But they clearly they, do not understand anything yeah, like, about this us. Is, that's like the opposite, is that we're all a bunch of independent individual minds. But that they believe I know. we're organized the way they are, right? Well, because... Our our, our uh, you know philosophy is of nature. It's of what we are as a human being. It it's makes natural up order. Our, yeah, and and what they are is controlled order, top down. Yeah, they're, they're top down. So they fi- they're just like the cops, right? Like when the cops show up at an event, they always want to see who the leader is of the event because they believe there's always somebody on top. There's a pyramidal yep. structure. Uh, the same thing's true with the Democrats. There's the chairman of the Cheshire County Democrats, and then he's got his his people or whatever. And so they believe that we're like that too. They believe that the Koch brothers, I guess there's only one left, but a, the Koch brother uh, is funding us <laughs> secretly. 
that there's billionaire money behind the Free State Project. They're out of their mind. When, of course, the reality is true for them. That's the, the what they're saying is true about them, except it's George Soros and, and other. And, and there are definitely people at the top of the Democrat Party, right? and you know, a pendant to near the top of the Democrat Party in New Hampshire, who are full time employees of somebody like uh, what's her what's her name? I can't remember. The, starts with a Z. That one lady, Sandra Hawkins. Sandra Hawkins. She There's, works for Granite State Progress. And they are allegedly mm. funded by George Soros. Oh well, it's a huge shocker. I mean, yeah. there, she's there. There are people in the Democrat oh, she Party. Moved here. To, huh? She moved here from oh, somewhere else. Oh, okay. she moved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Surprise. So did a bunch of the Dems at this protest, by the way. And I, I'm not speculating on that. I spoke to them about hey, well, where'd you come from? Oh, I came from Ohio, or I came well, from the West Coast. Coast. Place. I yeah. mean. So they're all mad because people are migrating to New Hampshire who love liberty, but it's okay when they do it. Because they're migrating here as well. So we're going to play some of this audio for you from the uh, Central Square in beautiful Keene, New Hampshire. This was this Saturday uh, in a uh, beautiful, perfect day for for an event like this. It was absolutely gorgeous. The weather was perfect. And uh, they came out with a, a nice little audio setup. They had a big banner, uh, Cheshire County Democrats for the common good. Free music. They even played a little bit of music. Free music. Yeah. Freedom here in New Hampshire hangs by a thread. I mean, this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Everything that came out of his mouth was the most alarmist statement of freedoms hanging by a thread. What's his t shirt say? His freedom says dissent is patriotic. Why? Because we are the target of the Free State Project invading. Our state. Okay, so the Free State Project invasion has made freedom hang by a thread, according to this guy. I don't know how he could ever do that math and come yeah. out with that. It, I mean, just he was amazing. There's definitely more uh, more to come here, but I want to tell you who this guy is. I don't know his name offhand, but I was informed by the other Democrats there because I was talking with them, interviewing them. They actually one of the the Cheshire County Democrats chair didn't know who I was. And he gave me an on-camera interview, and then one of his other, you know, like board members or whatever, obviously had words with him That's after Ian that. Freeman. Yeah, and then he literally came back to me later on and asked me not to use his interview. Oh, too bad. I chose not to just because it was oh, boring. Ian. Just because it was boring. I uh, under no obligation right, to, right. to air it, but uh, but I I certainly used the information he gave to me, which was that he'd moved here from Ohio ten years ago. Um, but anyway, this guy, I was informed that this guy talking in the in the video is actually challenging Matt Santanastasso yeah. oh. <laughs> for re-election. Now, uh. now our guy, Matt Santanastasso, he's a, he's a free stater. He's epic. He's a great liberty guy. He's one of the youngest guys Good in guy. the state house. I think he's probably in his mid-30s yep. or whatever. He's been very, very dedicated to that job, too. Matt's done really a has. good, good job. Yeah. In fact, his brother is now running for yeah. state rep. Uh, but Matt also is... Facing a primary challenger. So before Matt can get to this guy behind the microphone, this is the Democrat, he's going to have to beat some sort of statist Republican in the primary. So he's got to beat the statist Republican, then beat this character. Is it actually a statist Republican, or is it one of the Democrats people I don't know. Put throwing their, their hat in the ring Matt as a Republican? Matt seems confident that he can get through the primary at the very, very least. Um, but that said, you know, he's still going to probably need some help. He's going to need some door knockers or, or whatever. But this guy is something else. Let me go on with more from uh, from him. There's a faction of anti-democratic free staters well, we'll who come, come into our state 
co-opted the Republican Party in particular and used lies and fear to keep a small part of our community engaged and enraged. Okay. She's got the care and the haircut and the whole bit. The voice and everything. Yeah. Once again, what this woman is saying is actually true about what they are doing. Yep. As you will see here uh, in a moment, she is about to tell a lie. And again, this is kind of a cut-up video. The full unedited speeches if you're like oh well you cut something important out well maybe i did you can go and see them for yourself i put the full speeches completely unedited up on the freaking odyssey channel over at uh at video.freaking.com also on my channel you'll see the i think they have the whole full thing i think you do too um but you know the mic my is, interruptions the yeah. mic here is uh, is better and your interruptions are included a little bit later in this video joe okay so, great <laughs> uh and and you know you, you were heckling them from the while they were on the stage and at one point one of these guys completely loses his place they, a lot of them had just written speeches that they were just reading word yeah. for word and he joe throws throws him off his game so hard he doesn't know where he's at in he his pauses. speech <laughs> and he just fumbles with his words and he can't get the next thought out We'll, we'll get to that coming up here in moments. It was really entertaining stuff. 603-283-6160. But this is what happens when libertarians have success. They get attacked by the status quo. Most libertarians elsewhere, they just get ignored for good reason. This is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. Bring up whatever you want to talk about. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Coming up here in a few months from now, there's an event happening in Prague. And our very own Mark Edge is going to be a speaker at October 21st through the 23rd. It's being put on by the Free Cities Foundation. It's called Liberty in Our Lifetime. The conference theme this year is Parallel Structures for Progress. This is their second year hosting this conference. Uh, I think the last one was somewhere else in Europe, this one in Prague. And you can get 20% off the tickets uh, by using code FTL20 over at LifetimeLiberty.com. It's going to be a conference where they focus on autonomous cities and intentional communities that are springing up around the world, like the special economic zones, for instance, offering opportunities for settlers to live freer lives. They'll look at uh, different developments and parallel structures in education or finance that offer alternatives for people that are looking for better ways to learn, educate their children, and invest in the future. You can follow the conference on Twitter at handle at LibertyIOL. That's like LibertyIOL, as in Liberty in Our Lifetime. Uh, Once again, LifetimeLiberty.com, code FTL20. Join Mark in Prague from October 21st through the 23rd. Uh, As we go to your calls, and we'll get back to more of the audio from the Democrats freaking out over libertarian successes here in New Hampshire. Free staters being elected as both Republicans and Democrats. This is what it sounds like when freedom-minded people are actually winning in the political game, and these people cannot handle it. They are losing their minds, and they're desperate. They are emotional. Yeah, they're an gonna, emotional bunch. We're going to play more. They had to throw a rally about it. I mean, they on. threw a good rally. <laughs> I give them credit for it. This was the biggest anti-free stater rally. Well, there's a lot of money thrown. behind the printing of the signs, Very for sure. I wonder so. if they actually gave money to come out. Gave money to, oh, to pay the people yeah. that came out? Yeah. <sighs> They, it seemed pretty legit as far as the attendance was was And concerned. how they acted. Uh, but, but let's jump into this call here first, and we'll continue with the audio from that. Tom is on the line in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Tom. 
Good evening. I saw an item in the news that uh, Eric Lindsay, 45, of Coventry, Rhode Island, pleaded guilty in New Bedford Superior Court on Monday of this week uh, to some crimes, not the least of which is armed assault with intent to murder. And that is he shot at some cops and missed. And he's going to be going to prison for a long time for committing that crime of shooting at some cops and missing. Do you know why so, it was that he was firing at the police? Well, uh, he was found in the Assembly of God church, and the pastor was going in there uh, to get something and found this guy sitting in the foyer with a gun and uh, talked to uh, Mr. Lindsay briefly and, and left and called the police. You know, who's this guy? Oh, jeez. And so, anyway, the guy... Was he leaves. just... Uh, hold on. Was he just, like, despondent? Suicidal? What was he in the... Like, he wasn't threatening. Was he threatening people or just sitting there with a gun? Well, I don't know that, but uh, the... Well, that's an important aspect of this story, right? Like, if, you know, I could understand why somebody would call the police if they felt like there was a threatening lunatic, uh, you know, on the prowl or whatever, because there's no other uh, protection services that people can easily ring up, even though it is a a dangerous thing. But if you've just got somebody that's, that's suicidal, that's a... That's a really bad plan because this person, you know, may end yeah. up uh, the, the police may end up shooting this person when they could have yeah. been kept alive by people that actually have compassion for others. Yeah. Well, armed assault with intended murder, breaking and entering into the church hmm. and all this. That, that's what the, the pastor called the cops about. But the, the point I'm trying to make is that he committed the felony of shooting at the cops and missing. And he's going to be going to prison for a long time for committing that felony. So listen up, folks. Don't commit that felony. Do not commit the felony of shooting at cops and missing. Thanks yeah, for the call tonight. I appreciate is it. The worst part. <laughs> <laughs> nice qualifier, bud. <laughs> the, the number is 603-283-6160. I personally don't believe that violence is going to solve problems generally. I think that, you know, in the, mo- in the moment, it's certainly important to, you know, self-preservation. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't use violence in self-defense. By all means, you absolutely should protect your loved ones and protect total strangers if, if you want to. But uh, but getting into, a, you know, an actual all-out war with uh, the police, that's only going to strengthen them. That's only yeah. going to strengthen people's uh, belief in them. It's going to strengthen the desire of people to have the police. They will look at the police as the victims uh, instead of the perpetrators, which is what they are. They're perpetrating the violence of the state upon us. And the only way to have that be clear is for them to be using the violence. And I, I mean, I don't want to advocate that somebody just become a victim to them. I, I mm-hmm. get where people like Tom and our co-hosts, nobody uh, are coming from on that. But I, I don't think it forwards it's best to, our mission. It's best to try to break a cop's ego mm. than try to, you know, shoot him. Yeah, peaceful uh, solutions are the way forward. If we want to have a peaceful society, we have to embrace peace as our way. It, the it, Democrats don't understand that. And yeah. we're going to get back into uh, more from them here. They are absolutely more than happy to use the state against their political opponents. In this case, they want to turn voters against the free staters. And they think that coming out with, oh, well, they, they like secession and they want to raise your taxes. They're going to tell all kinds of lies here uh, in this video. So say that again. Wait a minute. Just just so people know what they're listening to, and, and just so in case you missed that, the Democrats in New Hampshire are saying that free staters want to raise your taxes. That's what they're saying. 
hilarious. It's ridiculous. Um, let's go on here. Here's more from Saturday's anti-free state project protest in downtown Keene. The Democratic free staters who've come into our state co-opted the Republican Party in particular and used lies and fear to keep a small part of our community engaged and enraged. And the problem is, you know, people tend to think that these ideas are just a fringe movement, but they have permeated the state house. By the way, there wasn't singing behind these uh, these people. That's a little editing magic. <laughs> uh, they actually did a song, this, this Land is Your Land, which seems pretty ironic for a choice. I know. <laughs> uh, at the end of this event... And well, that's a, that was Arlo Guthrie, and he's a yes. communist. No doubt. But the lyrics... You know, what, I don't know what all the lyrics are, but the the whole idea of well, we need to, you know, we're sharing this place. They don't want to share anything. Mm-hmm. They want to kick free staters yeah, out right. of yep. New Hampshire, and they so don't was, think it's your land either. Yeah, I, that's why I thought it was an interesting choice for, mm, uh, totally. for this. So, uh, so I recorded the whole song on my camera, and then I used that as the as the background here. So that's what that is. In the state house of New Hampshire today, as we speak. A third of the current reps are either free staters or vote with them most of the time. Damn! Thank you for that ringing endorsement. That is a huge endorsement. One third of the state house. Now, for listeners that don't know, New Hampshire has the largest state house, as far as uh, members are concerned, of any state out there. There are 400 state representatives in New Hampshire. So this woman is literally saying that free staters control or at least have voting with them most of the time an entire third of that organization and we've only been here for two decades and the the official move for new hampshire's free state project started in 2016 Mm -hmm. so that's like six years ago they're saying we've had all this success already no wonder they're shaking it's also because not the ones that have moved well i mean yes but uh, They've convinced a lot of locals into these ideas. because sure. Well, they were already into these ideas. They, they are, but I think more and more so. And people are coming around. Here's, uh, uh, here's some more. Uh, the Free State Project, what they are doing is not only not a fringe movement, but it's a predatory uh, politics. They have an agenda to exploit the, the small population of New Hampshire, bring in people, that's not the way. If there is a majority opinion, that should govern the society. But if you import people from outside, that's not a majority opinion. Oh, okay. So is Mohammed the? He's the chairman, by the way, of the Cheshire Democrats. Is he saying that people who come in from the outside shouldn't be able to have an opinion, shouldn't be able to vote? Because he moved here from Ohio, and prior to that, moved here from somewhere in the the Middle East. Right. And he wasn't the only Democrat at this particular event that had moved here. So it's again rules for them. And then rules for the rest of us. Right. So they're completely hypocritical in what yeah, they're actually th- saying. This is not even like relevant to their argument per se. Like, you know, it's just, you're just giving mean? us, well, if, if they're just saying, oh, you're not from here. Well, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just, they're being hypocritical. Like, of course they are. You know, they're saying you're not a legitimate person if you're moved here and you're trying to create a majority from the outside. Right. I wonder why he moved here. Mm-hmm. You know, what was the reason that got you here? Was it the opportunity to live freer? Yeah, well, uh, you know, Ohio is not the worst state as far as, you know. It's pretty bad. Is it, <laughs> is it really bad? The oh, it's about probably it, the yeah. worst state uh, for cops that I've, I've noticed. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They're, cops they're shooting very, people, you mean? Very aggressive. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. It's one of those border states where all the states around it have a little more freedoms, but Ohio doesn't. Mm-hmm. So once you cross over into the state, they get you. 
That's where uh, I believe our friend Adamo Freeman was arrested. That's true. Years ago right. for possession of marijuana with intent to distribute. Spent. A well, years and in jail. recently, uh, one of our friend's uh, brother-in-laws was murdered there recently. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. Rochelle Kelly's Rochelle brother. Kelly's brother. Uh, more coming up here by the cops. Go figure. Uh, yeah, more on the way here. It's Free Talk Live. Hour 2 is next. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off. Now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and the phones are open if you want to join us here. We're sharing with you some of the amazing unintentional endorsements that local Democrats made at a protest rally over the weekend here in Keene, New Hampshire. The largest one to date, I would say. There have been several that have popped up here and there in like Concord or the Lakes region of New Hampshire. So they're usually at no more than three to five people, and they look really pathetic. Like, just embarrassingly small numbers. But they turned out a good 30 attendees at this particular event. So they definitely have a lot more strength for organizing here in Cheshire County. Of course, Free Staters have been a lot more active here. So there's uh, the, the hornet's nest has been stirred up a lot uh, a lot worse here in uh, in Keene, New Hampshire. And so they came out to protest us. With you in the studio tonight, by the way, it's Ian. Matt. And Joa. So I've got some fun clips from a video that I posted. I'm not going to post, uh, I'm not going to play the whole video because it does, it does go into, like, most, I would say most of the video is actually you versus these people, Joa. You are, a, <laughs> you took the stage at one point. We'll play some of it <laughs> coming up. Yeah. Uh, and then there's, uh, there's some back and forth between you and these arch status. Well, it's as my they try stage. To, they try to get you. It is. It's everybody's stage. <laughs> Uh, it's my the, land, your land, <laughs> you my stage, your stage. Should have referenced that, but uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Joa had a blast trolling these guys. He's got an hour plus long video that you can watch on the Breaking the Flaw Odyssey channel. So if yes. you go to just go to our Odyssey channel at video.freetalklive.com. Be sure you hit the uh, follow button on us, and then type in Breaking the Flaw in the search. And you'll find it's your latest video on the channel. Yeah, right? you won't see it on YouTube, so don't go there. Why is it not on YouTube? Because why would I? Well, I know why. Because <laughs> they demonetized me, and I don't really care about it anymore. Screw them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you want to watch it, go to Odyssey. Well, plus, there's also copyrighted music that showed up at the event. The Democrats were actually blasting they music. They probably do on purpose, too. Some of it. I don't know. Do you think they're that smart? Well, they're anti-capitalist, so. right? Yeah. So they're like, oh, this is going to demonetize them. Let's put the music on. We can't let capitalists take advantage of our event. Maybe. It certainly is something that happens, though, if YouTube's algorithm yeah. t- detects a copyright. I don't song. care anymore because I'm not monetized by yeah. them. 
But anyway, check it out. Uh, if you want to see like moment to moment what happened to Joe, uh, sort of his personal view, where he actually pretended to be one of them for at least a half an hour, a solid half hour of just having bizarre conversations with some Is of these people. Is this a masked event? Am I, am I supposed to wear a mask here? Where you were presenting yourself as them, but also kind of inserting somehow, I don't know how to describe what you were doing. You were kind of inserting libertarian ideas, but without actually... I'd be sarcastic about it. Yes, yeah, being yeah. sarcastic is a way to put it. And so some of them were seemed a little confused by you, but others I think bought your that you were one of them. Ian, did you know that it only takes a finger to set off a gun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of played this dumbass at parts where he was like completely like, "How do you say libertarian? I don't even know. How, I think you said that at it's one like, point. It's like, just, I can't it's pronounce like, it. Like, oh, how original! How original!" <laughs> So check him out uh, at Breaking the Flaw. We're going to continue with more of the footage here from uh, unintentional endorsements from the stage from these Democrats as they are livid and losing their minds about the free staters here having success. Libertarians elsewhere do not understand what this is like because libertarians outside of New Hampshire have never had electoral success. They've never had anybody get elected in any significant numbers, and we have. They've never had any social success outside of politics either. That's true. They're just losing the game across the board. Free staters uh, aren't being elected as Libertarian Party members, but they are being elected overwhelmingly as Republicans, and some even as Democrats, and that is driving these people insane. Mm. They actually position this protest as a way to wake Republicans up and alert Republicans that their party has been infiltrated. And I the think free the Republicans are, are pretty pretty well aware of who the free staters in their midst they are. They certainly and know here. And yeah, and they're not totally against it. They like a lot of what they hear. Some yes, some no. Yeah, you got well, your you know, you got well, your your uh, you know, neocon types left around yeah, kicking around well, stuff. But. What percentage voted for Arya and she ran on the platform F the police? Yeah, people. You know what I mean? Like like twenty percent, twenty-two percent. I think Uh, that's in the general election. Yeah, Yeah. and I'm just like, whoa, we can like you know just take over these positions because we are the majority now. We're getting close to it. And the more libertarians that move here as part of the Free State Project, or just not as you're not a signer, Joa, for instance. I mean, it was. I revoked it, but yeah, Yeah, I also did mine. But uh, but there are people that move here without ever signing for the the Free State Project. But the more of us that move, the more activists there are. Mm Yeah, some Eventually, people just don't want to have their name on a list, so they, they, yeah, they don't sign not joiners. up, they still come. Uh, but the more activists who are libertarians we have in New Hampshire, the closer we get to actually having more on-the-ground, boots-on-the-ground activists than the Republicans and the Democrats combined. I don't know if we're there yet, but we might be. Because mm-hmm. how many people can they muster? How many people do they actually have who are willing to pick up the phone and make a phone call or go right. out to a protest or go to the state house to testify on a bill? Because you see these libertarians, they're hitting it hard and heavy and they've got some organization and they're very, very good at it. And that's what's setting these people off. Let's go on with more from the, the video. On the society. They're trying to distract us and keep us in conflict with each other so we won't notice that the only policies they're interested in are ones that got our public school budgets, take yeah. away... Yeah! <laughs> You're going to hear from Joa in just a moment. <laughs> but uh, gut the public school budgets. Absolutely. She's right about that. But listen to the rest of it. Local control of schools. Jack up our property taxes. Free staters want to jack up your property taxes. Literally the exact opposite of what free staters want to yeah. do. This is pure fear mongering, pure just lying. Thank you, sweetheart. And le- She's talking to the guy with the engine. Oh, uh, the loud truck. She says that, yeah. The literal bounties on our teachers' heads. Do you hear that? Thank you, sweetheart. 
and lead to literal bounties on our teachers' heads. And I asked you her about asked that. Her about it. Yep. Uh, I was like, what is that all about? There's a bounty? And then I guess it's like Moms for Liberty, which yeah. are, are... Free staters. Uh, is that a guarantee? Is that a... Rachel Goldsmith, uh, Jeremy Kaufman's wife, is okay. one of the founding members of Moms for Liberty. And what exactly do they say in a bounty? Shh. So when she answered this question on your on your yeah. video, yeah. she yeah. was she told the truth when you asked her about it. She said they put a five hundred dollar uh, prize on people who would report teachers for teaching against a law that got passed. There was this law that got passed that said teachers can't basically teach racism, like they can't encourage kids to be right, racist right. in in the classroom or whatever. I don't remember the exact wording of the the bill, but it was a very right. you know controversial thing. I think Carly uh, talks about that a lot. Yeah, I think it was like the wording was something like you can't teach that the cis that oh, we should look it up but right. it was it was it was something about how um like there are people in the system teaching that all white people are bad that kind of stuff like well, obviously in school so teaching racism in schools like that uh that was prohibited by this bill and i believe that got passed yeah and so when that got passed the moms for liberty group said we'll pay five hundred dollars to anyone who's got footage or like proof somehow of a teacher teaching this stuff mm-hmm. and then they were gonna you know turn it into whatever she calls that a bounty on, a their, bounty on their heads, heads. yeah look like, at, oh check when, out her if you guys have seen this video she's got like like a perfect karen total haircut. karen she has the karen haircut yeah, the dye the job the, the, the sunglasses when you hear somebody talk about a bounty a literal bounty on someone's head to me that suggests you have to kill that person or capture them, right? right. Like, that's what a bounty yeah. is. Bounty yeah. hunters go after bounties. It doesn't talk about a cash reward for video. Yeah, maybe I could see it as a bounty of sorts because you're catching them in the act of something, but you're not, I would say, on their heads. Yes, you say on bounty, their heads. It's like you're being, it's like, sounds like cut their head off. get 10 heads right. and I get a $500 for each, each head. Yeah, that's absolutely what she was evoking yeah. with that language. Karen talk. Totally dishonest. And again, this is the same woman that was talking about how they're turning us against each other and using lies to manipulate. That's exactly what she's doing. Yes. Yeah. So going on. They're sowing division and mistrust to reach their political aim of shutting down any provisions for the common good in New Hampshire, with local public schools being just the start. This is not a, any personal attack on any... Now, I should mention the signage here. So we, you, you already touched on that this was all centrally produced signs. Every one of the signs that was held by the protesters in, the, in this video yeah. uh, and on the side of the road on this particular event was produced by the Cheshire Democrats. And I know that because each of them actually had this, the wording on it, you know, produced by the Cheshire Democrats. So yeah. they put the little disclaimer on there or whatever. Or it's and probably union union uh, work. So there's probably a union bug on those signs too, is my, my guess. My favorite one is the animated character with a big hammer smashing something and the word NH Freedoms is underneath his hammer and it says free staters on the top so or free smashing staters freedoms. Smashing that, that wasn't my favorite so I'll tell you New when we Hampshire get back freedoms. All right, more coming up here in moments about the signage at this event there were some pretty good ones some pretty good bad ones uh, more coming up here it's Free Talk Live it is Free Talk Live and you can join us here you can bring up whatever is on your mind Number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's Ian, Matt, and Joa. We're talking about an amazing endorsement, set of endorsements from Cheshire County Democrats here in New Hampshire, railing against the Free State Project, but 
actually really pointing out some of the amazing successes that we've had. They claim yeah, the that Democrats are doing really good. Um, I support them entirely. I'm so glad they threw this event. It was yeah, and they're, now they're flat out lying, though. They're coming oh, yeah. up with they're they're coming up with things that they are well known for and saying that and that's what the, the Free State Project is doing. Yeah, that just sounds like uh, Free State propaganda to me. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah <laughs> right. But the, you know, they're they're talking the the one that that kills me is they're they've got a state they, they've got a sign that says free state uh free staters with a little cartoon guy swinging a sledgehammer at nh freedoms free staters are smashing freedoms uh free staters might are. be smashing your free stuff <laughs> you know yeah, but uh, yeah. i i really honestly think that leftists equate freedom with freebies from the government. Well, I had this mm. one sign that said, uh, "I think you're right." We need more fee dumbs and less free dumbs. Yeah, land of the fee, home of the slave, right? <laughs> and and this this other sign, some of the other signs are kind of ambiguous or just like really milk toast, middle of the road. It says New Hampshire together. And Democrats working for the common good. So yeah, there was some common that were good. sort of generic like that. But They'll then there be were able others to that were those. specific attacks against free staters. There was one that was actually specifically against Matt Santanastasso, which is also very confusingly written. I don't have it in front of me, so I don't want to misquote it. That's because sure. the left can't meme. Oh God, these were really bad. <laughs> no, they can't. Really bad signs. You had they, one that was also kind of confusing that you wanted to share as well, right? One of my Joe? signs? No, oh, no, not oh, yours. Oh, but well, one of oh, the, oh, the Democrat signs. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, it showed this picture of this guy. In like a fedora wearing all black and he's like reaching in the back pocket of some lady and he's pulling out a wallet and the lady it says new hampshire schools and then the guy says free staters no that's literally the opposite of what's occurring here is that the schools are stealing it from the free staters or just in people in general i mean you might want your money to go there but you know I'm glad you would like to voluntarily give it to them. I think the word no with an exclamation mark mm. was also on that sign at like the top right. So depending on how you read it, it could say no New Hampshire public schools. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Some of them were just so poorly designed. Um, but anyway, we're going to continue with that in a moment. We got Major Payne on the line in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live, Major. Hey, peace, guys. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, I want to talk about scalping too right quick at the tail of this. But what I called you about was... Uh, I heard on Hannity today just a little clip of it, and I didn't catch who said it, so I'd appreciate it if you take your magic triangle and figure it out, because a man this eloquent needs the credit. But uh, he basically, he said, he said Biden's like an old Buick. He says some days he'll start, other days he just won't. <laughs> I heard that, I just about split my guts. Yeah, I saw there was an, another video that came out within the last day, apparently, of Biden trying to shake hands with the air again. Oh, my God. So that's happened oh, a second time world? now. Where he turns, he's, he shakes somebody's hand on stage after giving a speech or whatever, yeah. and then he turns to the other side expecting somebody there. else to be there, and there's no one uh, there. He's, got, he's so, so far gone, it's not even funny. <laughs> you know, did you did you hear about the uh, the Hunter Biden, uh, all the hacks that had happened to Hunter Biden? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The, the, the iCloud. Well, no, we talked about it. Oh, okay. We talked about the whole Pedo Peter yeah, uh, thing pedo, and all pedo that. Pete, yeah, right? God. Pedo Pete? Yeah, pedo, pedo Peter, I pedo believe, Peter. is uh, what this refers So the claim is, is that in the new Hunter Biden iCloud hack, so not the laptop thing from a few years ago. This is a different thing. This is within the last week, within the last several days, uh, the people on 4chan apparently gained access Those to Hunter Cloud. Autistic heroes. Hunter Biden's iCloud, which is where everybody with an iPhone, most people, back up their photos and videos and, and stuff. 
And so they got into that, downloaded like yeah. 500 gigabytes of data and have been pouring over wow. it ever since. And they say, now whether this is true or not, right? we don't know for sure, but it's interesting. They say that there's, uh, there's proof in this hack of Hunter Biden's like phone listing messages. They show screenshots of his messaging with uh, Jill Biden and someone named Pedo Peter. So like a group message. Wow, so it's like openly admitting... And the claim is that he has Pedo Peter in Joe Biden's phone name, right? So like under his phone number, where you can put in whatever name you want for somebody. It's not dad. He didn't put in Joe or dad. He put in Pedo Peter. And that's the claim. It's interesting. Uh, And and also there was news from, like, uh, I think it was April... That Hunter Biden and Joe Biden had email exchanges at one point. This was this is mainstream news. We found this story on the New York Post where Joe Biden used the name Peter Henderson oh. when he was sending emails to, to Hunter Biden. I think it was about the Ukraine thing or something like that. But he used a pseudonym while sending emails from his e- one of his email and one of his private email accounts. So and his not, pseudonym was Peter. It was Peter Henderson. They are so Dumb. I mean, is this a coincidence? They're so dumb. Is this real? Uh, it's interesting. Uh, Major, any other thoughts? Definitely a Freudian slip there. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I wanted to bring up scalping real quick. Did you know that the in, the English started the Indians doing this? When we no. were both fighting for a foothold on the continent here, they uh, kind of hired out the Indians to fight the French, right? Really? And the Indians being a superstitious lot that they are, Figured if the white man was willing to give them muskets and knives and blankets and all these cool trinkets for these scalps, that they must hold some kind of power. So mm. I think that's why how scalping spread across the whole nation to the to the Indians. That's interesting. Right. So you're saying it was actually Europeans who came up with the idea of scalping? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It was it was like you know prove prove you killed the man. Bring me a stop knot. And then later they used that to show how savage these uh, these people were. Right. Wow. Amazing. Like, like I said, they, 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 they thought the white man had special powers because he had all this mm. cool stuff, great ships and horses and guns and knives and such, right? And so they respected power, and they were superstitious, and they figured if the English were willing to pay for these scalps, that they must have some kind of power. Thank you, Major That's Payne, my- for the call tonight. I appreciate that info. I didn't know that. That's, that's very interesting. Hey, all the Native Americans that I know like today, um, they're very peaceful people. Yes. That's true. That wasn't true with all all, all Native American tribes. Uh, the Seneca Indians were literally it's a, they're an upstate New York or were an upstate New York tribe. Mm-hmm. They were literally genocided by the Mohawks. Wow. Yeah. So they now by they'll the sell time, you cigarettes. By the time what's that? Now they'll sell you cigarettes. And now they'll sell you cigarettes. Well, they're not selling anything anymore. <laughs> they're genocided. They don't exist anymore. Really? I thought there's a Seneca cigarette brand. I'm sure there's a. They brand. just call it the, that. The, the word is still around, but there's the no tribe Seneca was, Nation. They're gone. They're completely. No, yeah, no, they're, they were they were wow. bef- before the Europeans uh, even got here. Damn. Yeah, there was a lot of nasty uh, tribal. They didn't have property rights. They mm-hmm. didn't understand property. So, or human it rights. It is what it is. Or, yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, so, if you want to join us here, 603 283 Apologies to our video viewers. I completely forgot to start the video stream tonight until halfway through the show. So, y'all have missed uh, the show thus far. But if you missed the show, we always have archives online at freetalklive.com. We always have the audio version of the show. If I screw up the video feed, you never have to worry. We can't, basically can't screw up the audio feed. It's uh, almost impossible. So you can always listen to the show that way. And if you haven't seen the video that we're playing here, we've been uh, playing this uh, clips from the stage at the Anti-Free State Project 
protests that happened over the weekend. And there's a little bit more to go to here. We're going we're to continue. Uh, but these Democrats are flipping out about the Free State Project. They had a, a few dozen people show up, about 30 people showed up at this event and held signs that were all made by the, the Central Party Committee. We'll tell you more about it coming up here in moments. You can share your thoughts as well. 603-283-6160. You can see the full video over at freekeen.com. There's more on the way. Is Free Talk Live and the phones are open. You can join us here, the number 603 283 6160. We're sharing with you some of the clips from the epic protest that happened over the weekend. And I say epic because it was pretty entertaining to attend this thing. The yeah. Free Staters were either doing what you were doing, uh, Joa, and trying to just have conversations with these people, either pretending to be. Uh, Democrats or not. Uh, some of them, they obviously knew who we were. Like, I, I can't go to an event like this and be undercover. I'm, I'm pretty obvious. You know, people yes. around here know me. Yeah. Um, but even I was able to get some interviews with some of these folks and actually had some, some I would say, good conversations. Like, they were not as hostile to me as I expected them to be, so I give them credit for that. Um, and, and some of them did know who I was, and they were still willing to actually have a conversation. Of course, they're not going to be moved in any direction whatsoever. They're not gonna, I'm not going to persuade them, likely, uh, to drop their statist ideas and embrace libertarianism. But I kind of expected... I expected it to be like the totally centrally controlled, we're not having a conversation today, mm-hmm. this is a silent yeah. protest kind of event, oh, if you want to talk to us, here's our press agent, or something like that. But no, it wasn't that. They weren't under a total lockdown as far as being able to talk, and, and so they were able to have conversations. And I, I'll give them credit for that, in that case. There's not much else I'll give them credit for, but... I will give them that one. Uh, tonight, it's Ian. Matt. And Joa. You can join us online. Go to freetalklive.com. We have a lot of features there. Coming up, a Florida man shoots a cock. And we will explain that story to you here in a little bit. Joe, you've been wanting to talk about this one for yeah, a couple Yeah, I tried of to bring it up last time, but, you know. Yeah, so that one's on the pretty way funny. here it's tonight. Pretty plus, <laughs> plus potential 300-something uh, mile-long potential alien craft under the water. we still got to get to your story tonight, Matt. Uh, but we got more from this this protest here to share with you. And again, the full video, which runs for about 14 minutes and includes some really interesting drama at the end when Joa takes the stage and the Democrats absolutely flip out over him being there on what is ostensibly public property. So you had a right to be on the stage. It wasn't in anyone's way. Yeah, you were, they were packing up. They were done with their uh, their event. But we'll get to that part here in a little bit. But you can see the full video. Go to video.freekeen.com. It is there. Also, if you want to see the full speeches from these people, we're, we're just playing little clips of them the best unintentional endorsements of the Free State Project portions. But there, there's much more that they had to say, and you can see those too at video.freekeen.com. Let's continue. The individual or, or group of people? Free Staters oh, 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 are... I gotta, I gotta back that one up so you can hear that, that clip because it's important what he says there. Hang on. This is the organizer of the event, purportedly the chairman of the Democratic Party. Provisions the, guy for the-, the, the guy with the accent. He's coming up right after this lady. Common good in New Hampshire, with local public schools being just the start. This is not any personal attack on any individual or or group of people. Now, he says this 
at basically the beginning of the event. He's kind of setting the stage for what the event is supposed to be. This is what we're doing. This is not an attack on any individual or group of people or group of people. And then the entire event is an attack against, against free the group state, of people. Yeah, the Free State Project. Right. Not only that, but one of the women speaking says this: Free Staters are invasive species. I'm a gardener. Some of you folks probably are as well. There are some things I planted 20 years ago. Man, I can't get rid of them. I wish I never planted them. Uh, this is not an attack on a group of people. We're just calling you an invasive species. We're likening yeah, you. Yeah, I was planted here. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, I just, like, you, you meant for me to be on this show, like, right from the beginning. I don't know when that was, but. 2002. Planted me. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, somebody already made a meme. With this exact lady wearing a Nazi hat saying, We must rid the fatherland <laughs> of the invasive species. It's funny, but it actually does harken back to Absolutely. the Nazis and yeah. the kinds of uh-huh. things that people like uh, Hitler would say about Jewish people. The Nazis were collectivists and they were leftists. And that's what happens when this type of uh, mm-hmm. psychology runs rampant. And we're not immune from it. Well, and, uh, the the Democrats that they called the police. They know? did. Sure. They called the police on you. Yeah, for being for, on stage speaking, speaking publicly. Speaking my mind about peaceful solutions. Now, interestingly, the police didn't even bother to get out of their car. Right? No, not even after I flicked them off. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go on. Free staters are going to be like that if we don't stand up. I'm here to tell you, we are up against a well-oiled well-funded, highly organized machine. If there is no organized opposition, there is no one to stop them from owning the government, <laughs> destroying our well, democracy. By the way, you got to know what he's doing. He, his hand motions. When he says destroying our democracy, he like decapitates his head kind of with his, with with his hand. hand, and he like reaches oh, out and grabs the air. He's, he's very, uh, you know... Well, he's, it's, he's talking about that well-oiled machine. Yeah. You know what the well-oiled machine is? Nature. Like what? Like well, yeah, nature is a well-oiled law. machine. Natural mm, that, law. Yeah, na- na- nature, it works beautifully. No, yeah, we are part perfectly. of an ecosystem. That's for sure. Yeah. The part I didn't include when when he's talking about the well-oiled machine, then he starts going off onto the conspiracy theory, and it's in the sure. full it's in the full video of you know all these guys' speeches. But he he's like the oil money that's behind this movement. Oil money. And oil they, money? You know, yeah, yeah. Like the billionaire oil money or like something Quaker like that. Quaker State came up here and Wait. gave us all yeah. some money? We're, yeah, you didn't get your check? I didn't some. get a check from I'll take Pennsylvania. some of that oil money. You didn't get the check? Quaker State? I like money. <laughs> this is their conspiracy theory that we were referencing earlier, that there's these big billionaires behind the Free State Project and that we're all just being manipulated, that we're puppets. George Soros literally paid for those signs there's more a good than chance likely. of it. Good chance of it. Somebody paid for them, and it mm-hmm. wasn't the individuals holding them. Nope. I'll tell you that much. Uh, now, to, to be fair, there were, according to the footage I saw, both your footage and my footage, there were at least two handmade signs present uh, by the Democrats. However, none of them held the, those signs. They all went for the the actual like pre-printed signs. So, well, that's not including my signs. Not sorry. including yours. You had your own signs that uh, were on their side for a little while. All right, more from this guy. And holding us all hostage to their whims. We're holding them hostage yeah. to our whims. Now, it is true that in order for libertarians to succeed at the political game, they have to get elected. 
And then that means that they then have to use the state to try to reform the system, to try to lessen the amount of government in people's lives. And from the the leftist perspective, they are feeling like they're held hostage. And this goes back to what you were saying earlier. When they say freedom is under attack, freedom is hanging by a thread, You, li- they literally mean the freedom to take from others, the yeah, freedom they, they to want, live life without having to worry, with you know, just essentially be a parasite. They, they want services. We want government services. And the free staters are getting rid of those government services. Yep. In fact, there's a freeze frame here, basically, of some of the signage that they had at this event. One of them says, ambulance service canceled with like an image of a drawing of an ambulance by the Free State Project. And they put Free State Project in, in quotes. Uh, never have I heard of any free staters talking about no. getting rid of ambulance service. No, so in I fact, don't even know I, where I, that is. I, I've lived places that have almost exclusively privately owned ambulance services, and they run great, and nobody ever complains about them. Uh, then there's one with an image of a wolf in sheep's clothing with the letters GOP over top of it. It's kind of hard to see because it's in green against black and white. And then it says, beware your candidates. Not everyone is who they appear to be. And so this was their main message, sort of the main thrust. Are they talking about themselves there? No, I think they're honest generally that they're their status when they're when they're running for office. I mean oh, that's okay. pretty clear. What they're talking about is the idea that some free staters might pretend to be more Republican or Democrat and run uh. as Republicans or Democrats in order to get votes from Republicans or Democrats to get elected. And I I, I did tell this to one of the, the protesters, like, I don't think they should do that. I think they should be out on Front Street with their with their beliefs. If you're a libertarian, you should be as libertarian as you you are in your you know whatever your campaign statements are. That said, I don't blame somebody for playing that game. Politics is a dirty game. If you want to play dirty, by all means, you get as dirty as uh, as you want to. But I personally think that uh, being honest is is the best policy. So I will agree with them. Some people want that little edge, and if it requires you having that party affiliation, it's going to get you that edge. Well, there's one thing to say I'm running as a Republican. But when I run as a Republican, and I am, and Matt, you are as well yep, here in yep. Keene, New Hampshire this year, I don't hide the fact that I'm a libertarian, right? Yeah. Like, I'm a liberty-minded person. In fact, I made it a campaign issue. I said, you know, if you guys would just make it fair for libertarians and Green Party and other third parties to get on the ballot, maybe you wouldn't have as many libertarians running as Republicans mm-hmm. and Democrats, which is what they're complaining about here with their signage. There's more on the way. You can join us on Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. You can join us here and bring up whatever you want. The number for you is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. What happens when thousands of libertarian activists migrate to the same small state with low population and get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime? Well, turns out we actually have some tremendous success. It turns out the opposition, the status, the government-loving Democrats in this case, are losing their minds and holding seminars about us and protests in the streets. That's what happened in Keene over the weekend were dozens of people, about 30 uh, Democratic activists from around the county and maybe elsewhere, uh, showed up here in Keene to hold signs that were printed by the Central Committee and uh, complain <laughs> about free staters. Good uh, question, and, and I've got you've got me curious. The second time you said this, you said they're holding seminars. 
Rivers. Yes, they are. How do you find out about those? Word gets how around. How can we flood them? That actually happens, and it's really frustrating them. So this is these seminars have actually been going on for years, uh, but they've they've resurfaced recently again. Yeah, I've been to a couple in the old days, but I want to. If that's, I love going to those things because it gives them a hard time. You ask them hard questions. Yeah, and stuff. so it's always they, Zandra. They're making them. it harder to do it, but it's not just Zandra Hawkins from Granite State Progress. Now it's other groups, other Democratic groups around the state have had these. There was one out on the seacoast a few months ago. Uh, Carlin Borshenko, who is a YouTuber. And she's currently the candidate for governor for the Libertarian Party here. Pulling I love it. watching her stuff. She's, she's great. great. She's yeah. great at eight percent. She's pulling at eight percent. She did, and you referenced this earlier, Joe. She does these what she calls spy streams, where she, if she catches wind of one of these things happening, she'll try her best to get access to it, so she can then restream it live on her YouTube stream for anybody to tune into. Because the thing is, as you pointed out earlier, these Democrats are paranoid. They are paranoid. And they want to know who everybody is that's coming to their event. They want to know if you're secretly a free state or they're going to try to suss it out. You and know? if they think you are, they'll they'll start up a whole dossier on you. Sure they'll, they will. They'll, they'll put together oh, they a file files. I mean, I'm not like saying I'm planning to do any more of this like trolling and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's like a one-time thing. You can't do it twice, typically. Yeah, well, like, you might be able to go somewhere but, else and do it, but not in Keene, probably. But I guess that's because I was in person. But this anonymous stuff online, they're going to have a real hard time trying to vet out. Well, what they ended up doing going to their online seminars. So Carlin got into one of them several months ago. Late last year, she got into one and she did broadcast that one. It was fascinating. It was like over an hour long, all about the Free State Project and well researched. Except when they got into the conspiracy theory parts, but otherwise, there were, you know, they talked about Mark Warden and people moving here and move-in parties and the Free Staters getting elected and the organizations created by the Free Staters, like the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance. They went through. A whole list of them so they really had done their research and then they were doing another one uh just a few months ago and she announced that she was going to try to get into it i tuned into the stream wanting to i was going to like rebroadcast some of it on free talk live because it's just fascinating uh what they say about us but they weren't letting anyone into this they they would not approve anyone who dialed into the stream to go and attend online not at all. Like it didn't matter. It didn't didn't matter if you called into the phone number. It didn't matter if you tried to go to the online connection. They were not approving anyone to get into uh, it. If I was a Democrat, a Democrat in uh, New Hampshire, I'd just be paranoid about anyone in the party at this. That's point. how it is with them. They all could be free state. You know, they're gonna any that the good thing be about careful, that is guys. <laughs> any any Democrats that any any Democrats that move in from out of town, like mm-hmm. from Massachusetts or whatever. Oh, they're getting they're going through the ringer. They're getting absolutely housed, I bet. Yeah. Trying, you know, the the vetting process for them. They're they're probably looking around saying, What the Why hell did we is move going here? on here? Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So that's, that's pretty much the story. Um, they're, they're locking these things down, but they, I don't know if they can turn people away from the physical location. So if they have it at the library or something like that, they, they have to let people Public in, I think. space. Yeah. So, there so are have, you saying Repo- the Democrats are starting to respect property rights and use private property for these not, things? No, instead? they're still going to public not, places. Yeah. These are, these. yeah. So I don't it's think it's free. It's free. Uh, so I don't think they were able to turn away the free staters that physically showed up to these events, and they, you know, that usually ruins the event for them because when free staters are in the room and they're talking about us during the question and answer session or whatever, you can usually get up and say something in response. So that has been what has transpired, I think, at most of these things. 
but if I hear if I hear something, Matt, I'll certainly uh, I'll certainly pass it your way. So a little bit more here from the, uh, the protest out. Uh, this is the anti Free State Project protest. Some of the comments from the stage here for you uh, from Free Keen's channel on Odyssey. Uh, so I point out in the video here that the signs they were holding were all printed by the Cheshire Democrats. Not one protester was holding a homemade sign. That just shows you that this was not grassroots, even though they were able to actually get 30 people out to this thing. Uh, so I did a little musical interlude, and then we continue. There's Republican Bell, CACR 32, commonly called the New Hampshire Secessionist Bell. Yeah! It- yeah! <laughs> That's Joey and Chris. <laughs> Okay. Oh, yeah. Is that where you choked him up and he couldn't (laughs) go on? No, no, that's coming up. Uh, In this one, this is where you got to, this one you have to see in the video. He turns as Joe goes, you know, and he turns with his hand on his hip. And he's like, throw him a glare. He he looks like he's a teacher at the front of a classroom, you know, when somebody's disrupting the class or whatever. He's just like, all right, well, no one's going to learn anything while this is going on. And he just (laughs) stares over in Joe's direction for several seconds before continuing. As though that's somehow intimidating well, you. Well, because or I had like that private conversation earlier with him. Oh yeah, talk about he, that. That was one of the first things that happened <laughs> to you while you were in the park. Yeah, I was like, I, I heard there's secessionists, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> you should see, you should see Joe's whole conversation with him. It's actually one of the, the better ones that you recorded because the music wasn't playing at the time, and so it's pretty clear okay. what he was saying to you. And you can see that over at the Breaking the Flaw channel on Odyssey. Independence now. Called. Oh yeah, this was where he screwed. They they screwed him up. So uh, he's reading a printed speech, and so he's completely lost his his uh, his place in this speech because of the uh, the the heckling. And so he's it's hard to understand what he says here because he just kind of fumbles over his words. But Bonnie kind of figured it out. He says having this appear on the ballots is the best advertisement the free staters would want. This is what he <laughs> is about to try to say. Uh, here he goes. Having this resolution appear on the ballots is the best advertisement the free staters would want to encourage the greater fringe politics in our state. And I agree. He's absolutely correct about that as far as if we can get it out there that we have a real live successful secession peaceful secession movement that's absolutely going to encourage some of the most radical minded freedom minded people to move here that's who like, we want to hell move here. yes more so he's correct about that unfortunately it didn't get on the ballot uh because the supermajority of the state house is full of status and so you know even though they quote unquote vote with us one third of the time they sure as hell didn't in this particular oh yeah they case. stayed clear of that one in fact many free staters didn't even didn't even vote for us right. they were too cowardly They're worried about their re-election. They'll come around. Yeah, I hope so. Here we go. So what we get are tweets from the majority leader in the New Hampshire House saying, (laughs) I do appreciate the governor continuing to signal to parents that they need to remove their school children from public schools ASAP. (laughs) She's referring to Jason Osborne, who is a free stater. He moved here as part of the Free State Project. He used to be a major sponsor of this radio show, SACL CAI, way back in the day, uh, what we would call an angel sponsor. Like, if we didn't have him, we wouldn't have made it kind of uh, mm-hmm. kind of sponsor. Uh, dude's a principled guy. There's no doubt about it. 
He seems to be playing the game a little bit, you know, playing the politics game, but it's worked for him because yep. he has made it to the majority leader position in the yep. state house. For those that aren't familiar, that is the second most powerful position in the state house. The number one powerful position is Speaker of the House, which is also a Republican because, again, the Republicans are in control right now in the, the New Hampshire state house, but he's number two. He's got a great Twitter channel, too. He does, but it's locked down. It is. Which is a, which is a mistake. So we can't tweet anything? He could tweet, but what it means is only people who f- are followers of his, oh. that he's allowed to be followers of his, can follow him. And I, I think that, I don't know why he's chosen to do that with his account, but nonetheless, they still find out about it. Oh. And so that's what this woman is doing. She's a I, state rep. I think he should open that up because it, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's and brilliant. there's nothing on there that seems untoward of a politician to be saying. Anyway, and they still find out. There's somebody, you know, you know yeah, there's yeah, somebody yeah, that's, yeah. that's 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 getting well, like, There's someone spying on us? Probably. We're doing the right thing. So this lady, she's a state rep, and she spent a good chunk of her speech just reading Jason Osborne tweets from the stage. <laughs> oh <laughs> Let her rip. I, can, can we hear it? There's a couple more. I, I included she did at least three of them and I included them that they're coming up here in just a moment. Uh, Osborne, the number four NH is his account. If I don't know how we can convince him to uh, to open that thing up but it's pretty Well, you should call in. How's that? He what? hasn't called this show in a long time. I think, I think that uh, for his career... In politics, he's probably not publicly associating with the likes of us at, at this point. But, you know, the history is there. The dude organized the Porcupine Freedom Festival. That's and right. he's, uh, he's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Uh, there's more coming up here. Hour three is on the way. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, kicking off the third hour of the show. You can join us and bring up whatever you want. The number here is 603-283-6160. We're doing a recap of the amazing event that, Joey, you and I attended along with well over a dozen, maybe even closer to 20. I counted 20 at one point. Yeah, freedom-minded people in that park. Uh, there were about 30 uh, anti-freedom-minded people in the park because it was an anti-freedom protest. It was an anti-free state project mm-hmm. uh, protest that the Cheshire County Democrats put on. And to their credit, they did turn a number of people out. Uh, they, however, printed all their signs centrally. The Central Party Committee decided and created these, uh, I'm not going to say well-designed, but highly expensive looking uh signs confusing they, signs yeah, very confusing in a lot of ways anti-free state anti-free state project uh because they're mad they're really mad about the successes that we've had here and of course the point i think that uh, the free state project account made online i pointed out in the free keen article that i wrote about this at freekeen.com it's like this doesn't happen anywhere else there's literally nowhere else on the planet where libertarians are so successful as to actually have protests against them. Where else besides I've never New Hampshire? Seen anything like yeah. This, yeah. No libertarian can understand this. They don't know what it's like to actually win. And I can remember way back, like a decade ago, when I was getting the people in Keene, the activists here, were getting crap. From other activists, like, you guys are hurting the movement with your activism. You're upsetting people. That's people, right. are, You can't make people mad with your activism, blah, blah, blah. Well, look, I and said It caused that, the whole, like, a little rift between, you know, the... Did. 
the Manch crowd and the Keen crowd, and you know we don't talk to the Keen people. Remember the NBC, the normal by comparison. Normal by comparison, crowd? yeah. Those were people that were like all wearing T-shirts to protest the <laughs> uh, outside the system kind of civil disobedience. Yeah, very milk toast uh, types activism. Yeah. And I said back then, I said, as soon as you guys start having political success, they're going to come after you. That's right. I remember you saying that. Yeah. And they did. And the good news is the free staters have embraced it. The, now that the tide has turned, uh, they've embraced being you know, this, in this role of we are going to be freedom-oriented and not care what these statists think about it because we're not trying to convert these people. We're trying to attract the right people to New Hampshire, because right. the more people that we can attract who believe in liberty, the more people that come here, the more frustrated these people are going to mm-hmm. be. This lady that we're about to play more of here, there's a state representative speaking at this. There were multiple state reps that, that were speaking. The guy that you flustered a lot, he was also a state rep. Joe, yeah. I played a little bit of him earlier. Uh, this lady is a state rep, and she made a, a key portion of her speech just simply reading tweets from jason osborne who's a free stater and the majority leader of the state house so fantastic yeah that's right if you're just tuning in i just said that a free stater is the house majority leader if you need any more examples for how successful we've been it doesn't get much bigger than that as far as political success stories but we also have according to the speakers at this event approximately a 50 of the 400 state reps they claim are free staters now even the free state project isn't claiming that many they're no. saying like 40 or 44 or something like that when i heard them say 50 i'm like Psh, damn that's great that's pretty <laughs> great great news not bad uh so here's a little bit more from the that day which was this weekend you can see the full video over at the freaking uh, odyssey channel at video.freekeen.com this again the lady uh, is a free stater not free stater she's a state rep that doesn't sound like people who care about public education and I think most people do care about public education. If you live in the 60s. Well, it is going to be interesting to see how many people actually care about public education. Because uh, they, they would make the argument that the Croydon situation is proof. Yeah. That we don't care about public education. That people public. do care. That people do want government schools. So just to, br- to briefly recap what happened there. A uh, free stater named Ian Underwood who uh, has been attending the, the town meetings in the little town of Croydon. There's, I don't know, a thousand people or something like that that live yeah, there, 1,500. Uh, and th- he made a proposal to cut the budget for the school uh, school board from $1.8 million to half of that, right, to 800000 or 900000 or something. And he had like a flyer that he made up that made the pitch for why this was possible. Hey, it's like, look, hey, we're just bringing this down to 1990. Essentially, you know? if you really think about the map there, if, if around half of the town, uh, half of uh, your taxes goes to schools. More than that. If it's it, 60 or 70 percent in some places. Right. So, okay. It's crazy. So the, he's basically, um, you know, offering everyone to drop their taxes by 30 percent. Yeah. And like, wh- don't these people realize it? Like that they're not only are they able to save a little bit of money, but you're going to, you know, you just don't need that much money in the schools. It's ridiculous. Well, and that's what he convinced the people at the town meeting to do. And these are just average folks or the, you know, the people that are coming out to these meetings. For those that don't know, in New England, there's a thing called the town meeting. It happens once a year and they make big decisions about budgets and things like that. So that's what was yeah, going they on. They wanted to bump up the, uh, they wanted to bump up the school budget from like 1.3 to 1.7 million. They or always something. want to raise it. That's every but instead, time. Instead, it went the other direction. Right. And then what happened was 
the status freaked out and they got active yep. and they managed to, to garner enough people to call a special recall, basically a special election to undo what happened at the town meeting. And they did pull it off. They got over 300 people to show up at this particular re- redo town meeting and the uh, the opposition, those who are the Free Stater supporters and the Liberty supporters had told their people to stay home. Because they didn't want to, the meeting to get past a certain number of attendees. Because if it, it didn't get past like 250, then the meeting wouldn't have happened. So there was a certain there was a certain requirement that it, there had to be a minimum number of townspeople, voters who would show up at this thing. So the the uh, libertarian uh, um, tactic was stay home so we don't hit the number and even they didn't even want to have the vote. But there was more than enough. There was more than enough uh, government-loving status that showed up. And, and they touted that from this, this uh, particular protest in Keene. They actually had people from Croydon come and speak oh, at, this, wow. at this event. I actually kind of feel bad for him because he, he, I think he means well. And he maybe he's just the first time he ever kind of, or it's recent he joined the Democrats because they backed him on this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, bro, but you know, you, you just probably just teach your kids on your own or send them to a private school. Go homeschooling, but this is—you really think your your kids gonna be educated by public schools? They just—they don't anymore, guys. We all know it. Yeah, well, we don't all know it. The the majority oh. of the town's voters went and they overturned this thing, so it was a victory for the status in that particular case. It first was a victory for the free staters, and they were heralding it from everywhere, and then they got overturned. Mm-hmm. So what that proves is is that we've got a lot more work to do. There's still a lot more people that need to migrate here to New Hampshire. This ain't over. You know, we're just getting this thing started. These people think that they've got this in the bag at this point that they can just have some protests and that they're going to be able to take over the election this year and we'll see we'll see how the democrats do coming up here in the the midterm elections here in in new hampshire it'll be interesting to see how it plays out but they definitely seem to be making the existence of free staters a key issue to their campaigns this year and so there's gonna be a lot more talk about free staters uh from the the elections and there's gonna be a lot more talk about secession as an issue well as far as i'm concerned so far when they're talking about free staters they just can't screw up so let them run their mouths all they can because i'm loving it every time they say something it's just a billboard for people to move to new hampshire here's some more not just the six thousand who were already here of the twenty thousand who signed the pledge to move here. 20,000 people signed? Yeah, 20,000 people. 20,000 naive, silly people. Naive, silly people. (laughs) I'm surprised he was so kind with uh, with his insults there. Because he could have been a lot nastier with that. Who signed to move here and take over. (laughs) All right, bro. First of all, 20,000 people. That wasn't you? No, that was was Chris and Joa that were shouting. Well, I mean, that was part of it. Chris Wade, our Friday night co-host. But look, the numbers don't work. (laughs) 20,000 isn't enough to take over a state of 1.4 million. No. Okay, it doesn't work that way, dude. Uh, The free staters cannot take over anything without the consent of the people of New Hampshire. As proven in the Croydon well, situation. Well, the, the whole uh, joke is that libertarians want to take over the world to leave, leave, leave you alone. You and wouldn't even know that we're in office, people. Just the, vote for us. The Dems don't want that because they all, a lot of them probably work for the government or want to. Uh, and this guy who was, who's talking here wants to be a state representative. Well, and you better believe I'll defund them if the, I ever got office. There's more coming up here. You can join us and take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live.
Free Talk Live. Phones are open. You can join us here at 603-283-6160. You can also support the show online at amps.freetalklive.com. It's amps.freetalklive.com. Like Jonathan, who is a silver level supporter, it means he's supporting us for five bucks a month. We appreciate it, Jonathan. That's that's all we ask for. Yeah, thanks, Sean. And it helps us advertise, market, promote, and support Free Talk Live. It helps us get the show on more great radio stations around the country and bring new people on board with the ideas of freedom. So appreciate Jonathan's assistance with that. You can join him over at amps.freetalklive.com. As we continue here, we're going to go back to your phone calls and thoughts. We've been playing clips from state representatives and wannabe state representatives, people who want to control your life. Uh, They're here in New Hampshire, and they are mad because free staters are getting elected here in large numbers. Dozens of free staters, that is to say libertarians who've migrated here and have gotten active as part of the Free State Project, or not as part of the Free State Project, maybe just because they wanted to come here. Uh, But we're having tremendous successes, and the fact that protests are being had against us is proof of it. I haven't said it tonight yet, but it bears saying, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you. Then, then you, you win. win. Now, I don't know who gets credit for that saying. It's a it's a great classic uh, quote. Axiom, yeah. Yeah, and it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And right now, libertarians are being ignored in most places because they're not worth talking about. They can't get elected. They can't stir up any controversy. They can't have any success in state houses or the national level, for sure. They're not even neutered. They're like neutered goldfish. They're not even neutered dogs. (laughs) They're just like neutered gold. They have no teeth whatsoever. Right. If if they ever get any uh, attention whatsoever, they're lucky, and it never leads to anything because they can't grow their movement. They cannot convert enough average folks to libertarians to get a foothold. And I know this because I tried to yes. do it in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quit, quit trying to beat that horse. It's already dead. Yeah. When, okay. when growing and improving is all we do in New Hampshire. Right. It, the movement continues to attract people, and mm-hmm. that's because it's successful. This isn't a like a, a vision anymore. It was at one time, 20 years ago, when Jason Sorens first founded the Free State Project and came up with the idea of, hey, here's a good idea. What happens if we concentrate in a small place with a low population? Oh, turns out it actually works. Now we've got 20 years of track record uh, with basically the last 15 being people moving here and, and getting active. And yeah, some people have left. They've you know gone in different paths in, in their lives. But the fact is, there's more people who've stayed and more people who've moved over time. And success breeds success. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think you, you'll feel that success once you get here because you realize, oh yeah, this is different. This, this is, is real. I have a lot more freedom here. More friends, too. More uh, liberty-minded, freedom-oriented people. Oh, yeah. Even the natives uh, love the ideas of freedom. A lot of them them do here. They do. Uh, but let's go to your phone calls and thoughts. We've got Rob over the, uh, over the river there in Vermont. You're on Free Talk Live. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. So I... I got a chance to watch that, the video. I mean, they, they were only there for, what, 15 or 20 minutes talking? That's it? No, 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 no. The video's edited. The, the, they were talking for over an hour. Okay. Because, I mean, because when I saw it, I mean, it didn't look like to me that they were offering any type of new ideas or or how they could better different things. Of course not. They don't have any new ideas. They don't have any ideas what they're doing. Right. They have no idea what's going I on. I mean, uh, but the thing that I want to call out is, there was a woman up on the stage there. She was, you know, big, heavy set woman there. And she talked about, uh, you know, the children and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, they, she mentioned something about, you know, an idea of, you know, doing away with the school system and, and then, you know, not allowing kids to be 
taught in school about firearms and stuff. And what aggravated me about that was that she was trying to hide behind these kids, okay? They never brought up anything about, uh, you know, what really goes on in that in the state of New Hampshire. Like, for instance, all the, the molestation that's been going on and the, 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 you know, the kids that were being beaten up and, and broken bones going back to 1961. You're talking about you under know. the control of the state. You're talking about the yes. uh, the detention center, as yeah, they call it. Yeah, I heard it. about that. Yes. Yeah, and, and that they're, they're now paying out, right. by the way. They're now offering settlements to people for being molested and being beaten and but starved or whatever. Hmm? And they probably that's still changed. are. That's uh, that, changed? That, now the judge, the judge has allowed all of the cases. They're going to hear all 700 cases. The state's going to have to explain this. But what my, my point is, is that they'll go ahead and they'll use children to, to hide themselves and protect themselves. But yet they won't point out what's going on in their same organization about all of this molestation and, and how they destroy parents and, and, and just murder fathers and stuff. No. They don't want to talk about that. No, they certainly don't. And And the fact is that's not like something exclusive to new hampshire whenever you give people power over others especially over little children Mm -hmm. uh you better believe it's going to attract the perverts it's going to attract the violent people it's going to attract the sickos the psychopaths and they're going to take those positions of power and they're going to use them however they like set it up on purpose just like hunter biden had i had i known about this i'd have been there i would have been sharing my story Thank you, you Rob. Uh, Well, uh, I hope you find out about it next time, because the more people we can get there to counter these folks, the more frustrating it's going to be to them. And I thank you for the call tonight. I audited the Sununa Youth Detention Center. Really? I asked one of the, uh, well, I asked uh, three of the employees when they came out, because they're like, no, don't film in the windows. I'm like, I wasn't, you know, whatever. Uh, But I asked them, are kids being abused in there? And one of the guys goes, he nodded yes. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah, it's on my stream. That's amazing. Check him out at Breaking the Flaw on the Odyssey channels uh, over at uh, video.freetalklive.com. Just search for Breaking the Flaw. Timothy's on the line in Oregon. You're on Free Talk Live. Timothy? Yeah. You're on the air. Uh, what, what do you think about that? I mean, like... Think about what? Like, they have all these all these amazing people. You have all these amazing people. Um, they're so different from us. Even like, oh, yeah. Who is the state worshiper? She worships the Bathmet, which is a he she. Because when you worship Satan, you worship Satan as, as a higher. As well, a, I, I don't think you really know much about what Arya believes, and she's not here right well, now to really express there. herself about it. Arya doesn't worship, as I understand it, right? Like, I can't speak exactly for her belief system, but as I understand it, she doesn't actually worship Satan. Yeah, no. So she has certain maybe you, beliefs about the universe and whether you want to call that God or whether she would call it God, I, I, I can't say for sure. But uh, no, she's not worshiping the devil. She's not having uh, blood sacrifices no. or, uh, or anything like that, Timothy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, 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 I understand. But then she's also worshiping the he-she. Are you saying something? Are you saying he-she? Like she male? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, Baphomet is yeah, a, a Baphomet, a Baphomet. 
A Baphomet is a man, woman. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that. You know, the goat on the throne with the boobs. That's a Baphomet. I didn't realize it was a was a a he she. It's a it's a symbol of hermaphroditism. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. The highest form you worship Satan is a chick with a penis. All right. Well, thanks. (laughs) Thanks for the uh, the heads up there, Timothy. I think completely differently about Arya now. No, no. Hail Aria. Uh, you can bring up whatever you want here. The number to join us, 603-283-6160. Uh, I know you guys wanted to hear more of the Jason Osborne quotes, but I, I, I know you also want to get to the alien story. So we got to get to that coming up here, uh, Matt. That's on the way. If you want to see more or hear more from this video, just go to video.freekeen.com for full 14 minutes including the fun at the end where Joa takes the stage. Yeah, definitely check out on my channel on Odyssey, Breaking the Flaw. There's more on the way. It's free talk. This is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com. And you can bring up anything you want there. We've got a social media platform where you can actually be relatively unmolested as far as uh, the rules are concerned. Just don't spam the server. Okay, that's all you got to just stay away from. You're not there to spam. Uh, as long as you have opinions, you can share them over at social.freetalklive.com. And it's free and it's a Mastodon-based system, which means it's open source. It means it's uh, federated, so it's connected to other Mastodons all across the Internet. Go to social.freetalklive.com. Tonight, it's Ian. Matt. And Joa. We're going to go back to your calls and thoughts. David is on the line in New Mexico. Go ahead, David. Yeah, history. uh, Bounty applies to anything, not just killing somebody. You can put a bounty on cotton or whatever it is you need. Anything you want, you can put a bounty on it to get more of it. Scalping. um, Scalping may uh, may have likely was uh, uh, requested, uh, paid for by white people to uh, eliminate uh, red people. Um, however, uh, the, there, are, there is a, uh, evidence in the form of uh, uh, graves where bodies have been found pre-Columbian that had been scalped. Um, and and uh, so it's not necessarily a white person orig- originated uh, practice. And as Joa stated, there's plenty of evidence of uh, as uh, savage as white people have been to every different kind of people. Indians were just as savage and more in some cases uh, to their own people and other people. And uh, uh, you're talking about government. Um, Let's not forget that uh, for the moment you're stuck with the United States and uh, the United States was formed uh, by violence. Uh, uh, and is preserved, as uh, Ian knows all too well, by violence. And violence, uh, unfortunately for the moment, is uh, an unavoidable and useful and necessary tool in order to preserve your freedom. Um, And uh, humans generally do better in small uh, groups like villages or tribes or whatever. And when you try to make a tribe or a village out of an entire continent, it, it leads to problems uh, that people try to solve through politics that are not ultimately solvable by politics because of human nature, and that brings us back to the legitimate tool as proven by the founding of the United States of America and all other nations 
that might makes right and violence until further uh, update is a necessary and useful tool. Well, you are definitely talking about the old ways. I mean, that's that is definitely the history of mankind is a history of violence against uh, peaceful people and that for the longest time has been the status quo and i think that yes. a lot of us here are trying to change that and thank you for the call in this thought we can definitely evolve we don't need to use violence actually i mean the only sort of violent, uh, violence that i would like to see instead of like these battlefront wars and people a bunch of people dying why don't we just match each other up with our best fighter and then like we can, you know... What do you mean by that? Match? Like, all right, United States brings up their biggest guy, John Cena. Okay. And, and then, you know, <laughs> Russia brings up uh, all golf, whatever, uh-huh. and they fight. And, like, okay, we can, you know, settle our disputes because we put up our best fighter. You know, if they die, that's on them. They chose to be a fighter. Well, I think we should obviously get rid of the idea of the state. But, yes, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, um, you know, having more voluntary approach to it would, would be nice. But the uh, the mankind, of course, has been fighting with each other forever, and I, I agree with you, Joe. We've got to evolve past that. We've got to embrace uh, peace as our means, because if that's what we're wanting, a lot of people claim to want peace on Earth, right? But you, they mm-hmm. won't let go of the idea of f- controlling their neighbor. So as long as you've got it in your head that you should be able to tell somebody else how to live, you're never going to get to peace. Yeah. Because yep. you're always going to be fighting over the tool, the violent tool of the state. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he mentioned politics there. Politics is just another word for violence. It is. And, you know, I've I, I found, you know, a lot, a lot of people, I've had people tell me that I'm a revolutionary. Oh, what you're doing out there in New Hampshire, that's a revolutionary idea. You know, that's, you're a modern revolutionary. Uh-uh. I don't want to be a revolutionary. I don't want to revolve anything. I don't want to mm. get off this wheel. I want to progress past the wheel. I don't want to, right. you know, if you think about how revolutions work, you've got all sunshine and daisies on the top, and then Things everything starts to decline. Yep. You get hit in the head with an axe, and you come back up around. It's all sunshine and daisies. I want to get off that wheel. Let's evolve. Let's be evolutionaries. Let's like get past the whole governmental necessity, uh, that whole the whole perception that we need, uh, you know, some violent gang to do our bidding on our behalf, and we, we don't. We don't need that at all, and it never does anything. That on can our change. Just yeah, sure, if why people not? want it, mm-hmm. if people believe it, you yeah. have to believe it's possible. Just yeah. like with secession, you know, you one of the things we're evolving, and one of, one of the greatest ways we're evolving is cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. I don't. People don't realize how important cryptocurrency is and is going to be in the future. I mean, it, when when you have a, a, a money that's being destroyed, its value is literally being demolished. Inflation right at nine point one percent right uh, now. That's the according official, to the official number. numbers. Yeah. yeah, the the shadow stats numbers closer to I think seventeen seventeen and a half percent. Which I I would be more that seems prone to plausible. leave the shadow stats number. Um, when you you know when you go to work today and you earn a hundred dollars and tomorrow that same hundred bucks is worth you know ninety ninety eight dollars and then ninety six dollars the next day what are you doing you got to get away from that broken money you have to get away from that broken mm-hmm. money and cryptocurrency is not controlled by any central authority and it's just worth what if, the market says and if you're going to be serious about it know what coins you're buying into because bitcoin yeah. isn't what mm-hmm. we always thought it was yeah don't don't go out and buy dogecoin because elon musk says doge unless right. you want to ride the wave and make a little money yeah, off the, the, it but this isn't an investment this is a currency use it as right. such you start using cryptocurrency as a currency as it's intended a lot of stuff's going to change real well, fast that's another paradigm that needs people. to shift mm-hmm. because a lot of people just get into crypto as an investment not right. an investment they don't understand tool what it is versus its utility which yeah. is you know the next big thing when it comes to you know transactions and 
you know, why why do it any other way other than a private way? Right. And so, when I say private way, I mean Monero and privacy coins. Monero, hush, Monero, R. Monero. What's yeah. the Monero price right now? Uh, I think it's low. It's like 125 bucks. It got down one, to like no, 99 like, there for a second. Today? Wow. 125 is what I saw. 125? No, I didn't check By the way, today. did you guys hear that the euro is now on parity with the dollar? Yeah, I heard about that. Well, like within the last two days. Mm-hmm. The you first parody? time in 20 years. Yeah, parody. parody. Meaning this the is same. a joke. It's all a joke. Yeah. Basically. Meaning the value of the euro has dropped by comparison to the dollar. Meaning that they must be printing the euro even faster yeah. than they're printing the dollar. Yeah. That's impressive. At this point. Yeah, every, everybody time. on earth is being, their the value fleeced. of their wealth is being destroyed right now. The, there's only a few ways out. Cryptocurrency is a potential way out. It's a great way uh, out. Gold and silver, precious metals, of course, are historical. Ammo. Uh, ammo, uh, ammo never goes out of value. Actually, shockingly, this is really good news, guys. Monero's at one thirty three. Oh wow! So you would have made really quite a, good. You would have made quite a few bucks on that if you bought it a few days ago because it was ninety nine when I saw it. Well, it's still not too late, I don't think. So not at all. It's still the early it's days. Early. Still the early yeah. days. I called three hundred soon. Everywhere right. you go, you should be, ask, be asking your retailers if they accept cryptocurrency. It's as easy as Great that. Idea. What, you know. Although it helps if you actually have a currency or a uh, a community of cryptocurrency users, people that actually understand the value of using mm-hmm. cryptocurrency to be around. Because if you're just one guy. Going around asking businesses to take crypto, it ain't gonna fly. No, but if you're if you're hundreds of guys going around asking businesses they accept crypto, businesses will start accepting. They will. They will if they're in the same area, and you don't even need hundreds. You just need a few, like a dozen or something like that, or half a dozen. You know, that's what we've done here in Keene. I've been pretty good at it. You know, when I go out, I I do pretty well at it. I did it again the other uh, day before yesterday. I was uh, on my way home from work, and I I stopped at a pizzeria up the at a couple towns away from here, and Mm -hmm. I talked to the owner there, and I was like, "Why don't you accept crypto?" She's like, "I don't know anything." About it. I was like, get a wallet, download Edge, <laughs> and I gave her. I carry around a little bit of Doge in my wallet right. just to give to people because people know it's got brand recognition. You know, yeah. Elon Musk said that word, so they know what it is. And I make a Doge transaction their first transaction. Then I always add like a uh, a, a Monero wallet to their nice. Edge wallet, so they have Monero, and I make make sure they know understand what that is. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, what if I end up with so much, you know, cryptocurrency? I'm like, well, good, good. for you for one, for two, <laughs> if you want to get rid of it, let me know. For three. Um, it's probably not likely going to happen, but if somebody wants to make a $60 pizza order for a crypto, you take it. it. Yeah, do yeah. it. Uh, might be the best choice you ever make. Yeah, she's on board. She gets it now. That's, that's awesome. Uh, and it just takes a little bit of work, just takes a little bit of effort. The more people we can come together uh, to get together to do that here in New Hampshire that love liberty, the better off we're going to be. There's more coming up here in moments. Are aliens underneath the ocean? Matt's going to tell us about they it are. coming up. Free Talk Live. Moments remain here. Maybe enough time for you if you call now. 603-283-6160. This is the number here. You can join us online anytime you want over at freetalklive.com. And do enjoy the features that we have there for you. They're all free. freetalklive.com. It's Ian, Matt, and Joa in the studio tonight. Matt, you are investigating a potential underwater craft. What's going on? Well, let and me preface this all. There's this there's this old it's kind of uh, you know, fringy UFO world conspiracy theory that there was this thing it was called a breakaway uh breakaway civilization, right? So they broke off millennia ago and they became extremely advanced and they live under the ocean and they live in space and they're they're like Atlantis. Kind of like Atlantis. Uh-huh. Um, like, where did those people go, right? And the, the idea is some of those types of civilizations maybe broke off and left the Earth or went to a safe place all by themselves, haven't associated with this 
part of the human race or mm-hmm. civilization. That is, if they're so the they same. had their own technology, they had their own technology, they... apparently extremely advanced, and they mm-hmm. all live in these giant submarines under the ocean. And some of them, you know, they have craft that can you know travel intergalactically and so forth. And some of these crap. One of the things they're doing is this. Uh, a few years ago, this leaker came out, and he said that. The breakaway civilization has these giant submarines full of super soldiers that are like wired into AI and they're going to be released on the, the human race uh, before too long. And they're going to like erase the world of us. That sounds very bad. It sounds very it's bad. Terrible. And, and interesting, you know, it sounds so off. It's just completely impossible, right? That mm-hmm. just sounds so, so fantastic, you know? Those well, damn free staters. Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it turns out, uh, well, today or yesterday, somebody was watching the feed from the International Space Station, okay, and they found a 600-kilometer-long cylinder under the water in the Pacific Ocean, in the South Pacific like south uh, southeast of Hawaii, southwest of Baja, Mexico, and it's a 370-mile-long cylinder just kind of sitting under the water. It's like a tunnel? This is, it's, it's, it's a cylinder, so it's got a beginning and an end, and it's hmm. long and skinny, and it's huge. It's, in, it's literally 370, 380 miles long. And where was it? Pacific Ocean? The South Pacific, yeah. Okay. So, um, and on top of that, it went, you know, it could just be an anomaly in the film or anything. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody decided to check the weather maps, the wa- the weather radar for that area, and whatever it is is also throwing um, enough uh, of a signal into the sky to be caught by the weather radar. That's the Dopplers picking it up, really, as its as as its own shape. So there's something in the South Pacific that is absolutely nerve enormous. It can't be and- Doppler radar unless there's like an island nearby with a, with the Doppler. Is it maybe a satellite? Because like for instance, if you look uh, when I've done what little world traveling I've done, gone down to Mexico, for instance, they don't have Doppler radar there. Well, whatever whatever the American weather radar thing. they would be they would use. But if you look at you can look at like a weather radar of the world. Yeah, you're looking at satellite. Yeah, satellite. Yeah. You yeah. can see like the rainstorms where okay. there's rain and stuff. And one of the things that gets picked up is this perfectly straight line that is 380 cl- uh, miles long in the South Pacific, right where the U- ISS went. You're over saying it. it's creating a weather pattern, or it's just viewable there. It's viewable as a rainstorm, but it you know it's a perfectly straight line. Weird. It is really weird. It is really weird. So, and I've seen 33 UFOs at this point. I know there's stuff out there that we can't explain Mm -hmm. that defied the everything we think about. You know, space travel. Um, I've seen things in the sky that make maneuvers and hang left hand and right Mm -hmm. hand turns at speeds that would liquefy a human pilot. Usually, that happens to me when I'm on drugs. I don't do drugs. Okay, that's good. So um, (laughs) that's really that. I don't drink and I don't do drugs. So that's kind of the 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 big kicker. So you said somebody was just watching the space station feed. Mm -hmm. What do they show? Just uh, is it like just a feed of looking at the Earth, basically? And they Mm -hmm. just happened to see this. They saw a big, long, dark, straight, perfectly straight object. Under the ocean, is this creating is it, a lot of buzz? Is do we see like, a picture no. of it? Yeah, you want to see it? Sure. Are they are the like the alien hounds out there going crazy about uh, yeah, this? Yeah, right but there now? is a picture of it. You're saying there's video. Yeah. Oh wow. The, the ISS went over it, and that's what. See, look okay, at here. Check it out. Well, all right. Can we're you on describe the air. What you're, yeah, yeah just let me to try see to what we got here. What you're seeing, okay. here, Joe? Uh, I mean, you see uh, the blue ocean, and then you see a darker blue. Yeah, I see all that, and there's okay. 
And they're saying that that's where, I don't know. I would look more into this, mm-hmm. but it's just not, I'm not f- getting a full perspective. I think it maybe needs sound here. I don't oh, know I see what you're talking about. That yeah. is strange. Yeah, it is strange. And if you go to the weather map for that time, it'll show that thing on the precipitation. Underwater map. city. Is there somewhere that people can go to actually find this? Yeah. So if you, I found this on YouTube. It's one of the uh, one of the UFO websites that uh, mm-hmm. YouTube channels that I frequent. And this one I believe is out of Mexico, and it's called UFO VNI. Ufovni 2012 UFO right. VNI 2012 Can you send me a link to that and sure then I'll can. put it up on our social media totally. where people can easily find it yeah. you can just go to social.freetalklive.com it'll be a little bit later probably after the show's over we'll get that taken care of I think we'll the aliens are amongst us actually I think they're like amongst us like shape-shifting kind of reptilian aliens or Dem- what Democrats that's they, what I was they, saying are they taking over parties are yeah. they running the the government why like, wouldn't they um I, I I would say generally aliens, if they were here, they'd be peaceful. I think mm. they would be peaceful. I don't think they're that stupid they be both? to try like, to create I, conflict. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you're you're pigeonholing it as that they either got to be either or. There could be several races of aliens from several well, different places. Well, for sure, places, for sure. Yeah. But I just feel like that if uh, civilization was, you know, they progressed enough, it's because, and to be able to leave the planet, typically that means because they lived in a peaceful means. Yeah, yeah, Elon we Musk is leaving. But he's only going to Mars, so... <laughs> Like I'm talking about, like intergalactic. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're that advanced, that probably means that you became peaceful and prosperous. For you to I mean, it seems leave. like a safe presumption, but maybe not. Or maybe you're extremely hopes. warlike and just collected enough spoils of war where you became wealthy. Yeah, but then we'd already be wiped out if those guys already were here. Unless we what's, have some kind saying? of other right. protection. But what's their interest in coming here? I mean, if they're ex- extremely successful and and you know peaceful or whatever and smart, why do they want to hang out with us, dumb monkeys? They're they're not. Maybe they out like us. us. <laughs> Maybe they gave us Bitcoin technology. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe yeah. there has been uh, there's been speculation that whenever there's huge like flaps of uh, UFO uh, activity around the world is when a new weird technology like the LED came out the Hmm. transistor came out around one of those flaps like lasers like lasers was another Mm -hmm. one like these these large advancements in technology like one little gadget will come out every single time there's one of these giant flaps every 20 or 30 years Hmm. or whatever well i hope somebody's able to somehow investigate this situation a little deeper right rather than just relying on we should send the u.s government out there to find out what's in the ocean and report back with an Mm -hmm. honest answer yeah they're gonna do that yep I heard that Matt's volunteering uh, to get a probe. Is it really far away from any <laughs> islands or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, it's like it's like halfway of... between Cal- Cal- uh, Baja California, like uh-huh. Mexican California. Yeah, and uh, and it's really like in the Hawaii? middle of nowhere. Like Hawaii, there yeah. and Hawaii. Okay, that's that's on the middle of nowhere. Uh, in other news, Joe, you've had a story about a man in Florida. Can you he, just play it and killed, have people listen? To yeah, it? here's oh, he boy. killed his neighbor's pet rooster in self defense. <laughs> And this is what he had to say about it, according to Fox13news.com. Oh, it's auto-muted. Hang on a second here. We got it. Here he comes. Starting him over here. Popeyes and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Here he goes. Chicken police on me. Chickens are dying every day, people, at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Did tell him, after the chicken hit my dad, he said, hey, man, the chicken attacked my dad. Oh, what's the deal? It's just a chicken. What's he going to do? You know, okay, well, look. Kids that used to live over there, they were throwing rocks and sticks at this chicken to keep it away. I didn't know to give it a 21-gun salute, CPR, mouth-to-mouth, you know, or call the chicken ambulance. So I'm defending myself. You know, I was feared for my safety, and the chicken, 
you know, uh, <laughs> die. That's it. A uh, quick clip there. Jacksonville, Florida. He's facing animal cruelty charges what? after he killed his neighbor's pet rooster. Uh, Jacksonville resident James Nix said he was checking his mail in mid-May when the rooster began attacking him. He says, I just checked my mail and turn around and I hear bang, 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 bang. And I turn around and there's a chicken out there in the street. And I said, oh boy, here we go. Turn around, walk to my place. Bang, 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 bang. Now the chicken's in my yard. Now its neck flares up. Said he picked up a stick in the yard and tried to hit it in self-defense with the rooster jumping at him. He accidentally knocked the bird in the head, killing it. I mean, look, if you're I mean, if it's self-defense, I mean, you got your rights, man. I, and I, I would, be, you know, I'd think the animal the animal cruelty thing is out the window if he yeah. hit it one shot and it was dead. I mean, that's not that's not a cruel death. It's not like you tortured it to death. Don't let your cock out in the yard. Don't let your cock run around <laughs> the yard. I mean, look, <laughs> definitely don't let your uh uh yeah. You don't want people. your neighbor beating on your <laughs> cock. I mean, that's just something you <laughs> yeah. don't want. You don't want happening unless you do. Ian Freeman, uh, <laughs> maker of jokes. So, you know, look, I, I hope he doesn't take a plea deal in this case. Absolutely he not. needs to go to trial and he needs to get a jury and say, hey, look, man, this thing came in my yard and attacked me. You yeah. should have the right to defend yourself. What kind of coward cop or government agent would file for these claims? I, I feel like this is just absurd. They're just doing their Hopefully job. Hopefully more people keep their cocks locked up. <laughs> There's more yeah. coming up tomorrow. We'll see you then. Free Talk Live. Or get your clock. Iconic guitarist Eric Clapton's lifelong passion for the blues burns brightly in a new film and soundtrack release entitled Nothing But the Blues. The documentary film, which was nominated for an Emmy Award, has been upgraded to 4K for its long-awaited official Blu-ray and DVD release. The new soundtrack album features all of the music from the 1995 film and also includes more than an hour of previously unreleased live performances, Eric spoke about his lifelong love and respect for the blues. Well, I used to think I could make any kind of music, but the guitar playing would always be blues. You know, if I took a, a solo in, so I would always make sure that I could find some place to put the blues in so that I knew, even if nobody else did, that I was still at one foot on the path. So what happens to me when I listen to these songs? I go, I go away. <laughs> And, I've, and I like going away. I still like going away to music. And, and these things do it to me better than anything else. That's iconic guitarist Eric Clapton, whose long-awaited documentary film and music soundtrack, Nothing But the Blues, will be released on multiple formats on June 24th. Order now at ericclapton.com.